Yeah, my yeah, no, nah, no, nah, just uh, just fucking telling you, welcome to the fucking um, your mate Tom podcast, and um, yeah, he's a good fellow, mate. We'll talk about this and that. We can't really mention the uh, the the things that he's, uh, <laughs> you know, nah, 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 we won't go there, but. Oh, you, you, know, you know what I mean. I don't really have to fucking uh, explain it to you, but, uh, <coughs> you know, you know what I mean. Fuck Donnie's voice who fucking really gets you in the fray. Right there in the fucking, uh, in the uh, esophagus. Right there. But, yeah, mate, yeah, Nolan's a bit deeper, and um, it actually feels good and a bit of a nice little uh, scratch on the throat. But, yeah, mate, this is, yeah, mate, uh, yeah, your mate Tom's uh, podcast. I um, enjoy, and, uh, yeah, mate, it's just a bit of fun, you know, a bit of fun, a bit of a hoot. Bit of a laugh, bit of a yarn. Yarn, yeah, I mean, yeah, should have been there. Should have seen it. Should have thought it should have been. Make sure to fucking like and subscribe his stuff and sign up to his Patreon. And, um, yeah, mate, if you've seen the latest uh, Sas- Sasquatch um, series show, fucking give that a watch as well if you want. I mean, it's there if you want, mate, but. And also, Mike Nolan's long weekend is back up and running, and uh, it always has been, and back and always back and will be, mate, so, um,. <laughs> Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. The fucking Donny show. Fucking, where's the fucking Donny show? Come on, fucking make the Donny show. Come. They're speaking through me now. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's why I just wanted to do a whole interview. <laughs> I was like, hey, Sassy, what do you think about this? Oh, what about you, Donny? If I can just squeeze a word in, just, just, just so I can chuck in my two cents. Fucking shut the fuck up, Clarence. You fucking get out of here, you fucking oh. Sorry about that, Donny. What are you even fucking get out of Jared's fucking body? You can't. <laughs> Oh, all right, I'll just, I'll leave now. Yeah, fucking right. That's awesome. Oh, you got, oh yeah, true, shit. We're not ironing all them, are we? Yeah, of course. Are we? No. Nah. <laughs> 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 nah, come on. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I, like, I'll do it. If we were, we'd be starting off with this, and then this will be the final boss. <laughs> the final boss battle after you gain experience fighting all the little minions first. At least it's just these two creatures, but mainly. Yeah, true. From what we've seen. I mean, like I said, I'm no fucking. But a shirt you can do much easier, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's your comfort zone. Yeah, like I said. I was in the army chair <laughs> <laughs> when I was like 14. I was in the army. I only stayed in it just so I can shoot a gun. And how was shooting a gun? Yeah, sick. Got a fucking balls off. Fuck it. 200 metres away. Um, nah, it was cool. Um, we did do some pretty cool stuff like abseiling and shit off like big cliffs in the bush and shit and like raw bush camping like um do you know what a hoochie is? Hoochie? Hoochie? No. It's basically just a just a uh camouflaged rectangle tarp that you just you make a clearing on the ground you get your tarp and you tie it to trees and you just fucking sleep under it with whatever you got. Fuck yeah. And um that would be a pretty cool experience. Yeah it was. It was fucking yeah actually pretty teach you life skills. Yeah they taught a lot but I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't listening because yeah. a lot of it was um, theory. It was kind of like a class almost. Um, and then they said, "Oh yeah, at the end of the year, we're going to an actual actual army barracks where you get to shoot a gun." 
<laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'll stay for that, because I was almost going to quit. I was like, nah, stay in, because you get to shoot a fucking gun at the end of the year. I'm like, okay. And yeah, you know what the Ostar, I think that's what they call the Ostar, the rifles that the army military use? Nah, what's that? They're like, they're the, the cool ones, like the, um, with the little nozzle and the fucking, the magazines at the back here, and the triggers oh, here. Like this kind of like World War One one? No, that's not really. No, nah, no, nah, it's what they used today. Like you see oh. in Anzac Day, like in the ceremonies oh, shit. and shit. Got to shoot one of those, which what? is really cool. But I got a bullseye on the fucking kid next to me's target because I was like aiming at his instead of mine. <laughs> and then so like, oh, you shot his target. Ah, like, oh. saw mine. Fuck. <laughs> Just gave the kid a fucking dweeb a bullseye. He didn't even know how to do it. Like, how do I do it? Like, with a eyepiece there. Like, no, no, don't fucking shoot at the fucking eyepiece. With <laughs> no, that's fun, but... Is that um, how you get a black eye? Yeah, I oh, fucking know. That's how you get a missing eye. I'm, I'm kind of, like, nervous doing this. I really... This is, like... <laughs> this is the wedding suit. <laughs> <laughs> what if I fuck this up? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not sure what I'm looking for. Maybe actually put it on so I can okay, okay. see it better. Nice, so when did you get it? Uh, maybe a week before my Mexico trip, so about almost two months ago. Nice. We're just going to need a lint roller. Yeah, yeah, that might actually help them better than my hand. Um, <laughs> Is that like smudging <laughs> chocolate or something? <laughs> Taco juice. <laughs> Fish sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nah, all. Yeah, it should be good. All right, cool. Um, wait, wait, show us your sleeves real quick. Kind of, like, it's hard to tell because it already naturally sort of creases when you move. Yeah. Which is, like... Yeah, which is all right. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. There's probably heaps of people watching this, like, just going, like... No, the fucking... you got to iron it this way, and you got to iron that, and that's, that's crinkly. You know, like, ah, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that should be right. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a second opinion tomorrow. For yeah. Because, yeah, it doesn't take long to iron shit. Maybe I might iron my shirt real quick for a practice run. Yeah, because I'd rather sacrifice my shirt than yours. Oh man, you should have got a spider. You got a spider man suit, eh? I do. Why don't you wear that under it? <laughs> <laughs> just in case shit goes down. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, the best is looking. It's good. Yes. Never worn a three piece before. But I knew before getting married, I'm like, nah, I've got to, got to wear a three-piece. I don't think I've worn a suit before. That's my like, year 10 formal, but that was like a suit from an op shop. Another professional tailor's watching this. Like, no! <laughs> God. Oh, for God, I can't watch this. <laughs> That's not how you do it. That's not how you use the ironing board. That's not the bit where you do it. Or they could actually be going, ah, oh, he's... Oh, great, he fucking squirted on the bloody shirt. <laughs> oh, you don't... You don't do that. That's not what it's for. You're supposed to use fabric softener before <laughs> you do that. You're supposed to charge it for turn 20 minutes before you touch it. Um, Let me guess. You put tap water inside there? <laughs> oh, great, yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually. I put puree water. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So that's definitely not what you do. You <laughs> put mineral water, if anything. <laughs> There's always fucking someone right yeah, right shit. <laughs> Sitting there in their fucking living room, like eating chips, going, That's not how you fucking do shit. <laughs> fuck off, cunt. Yeah, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, the internet's fucking savage, eh? I'm like, 
I don't mind having a little read and fucking seeing what some people fucking say for, on some things. Man. Brutal, right? It's brutal. Like, imagine if you heard them say the shit they say in real life. Fuck. I don't think anyone would... Everyone would be all... We're, di- we're disconnected, right? Like, behind your keyboard, you don't get to actually have a chance to have empathy for someone by seeing their facial reaction or their body language. <laughs> just behind the keyboard, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, I felt so bad. Like last time, I was um I was mucking around with um uh, Danny and her brother because we're like on this like uh, this sort of website where you can um sort of call people all over the world or like it's like a big group chat, but all over the world and you can um. It's like that chat roulette or Omegle. Like Maybe, I don't know. It was yeah, something, yeah. something similar to that. And as, <laughs> as soon as I heard someone, I just started like, like ripping into them. I can't remember what I was saying. I was nothing like too mean, but I was just like, Hey, you fucking come over here and say that. Come you fucking that. <laughs> and it was a pommy guy. Like, look, mate. Like, I'm just coming on here to have a good time and chat and all that sort of stuff. I was like, yeah, well, you fucking want me to have a fucking skull of me, you fucking dog. <laughs> Something like that. And then, like, I just figured, like, I was cracking up at the fact that we've we've advanced so far in, like, technology where you can, like, literally talk to anyone in the world, like, in a, like within seconds, talk to anyone. Like, back in the day, I had to send, like, letters that get sent by, like, ships and sails and stuff. And the first thing you do is, like, hey, fuck you, go there. <laughs> you go, hey, fuck you, you're on the other side of the world, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, well, fuck you, dude. Like, ah. I think it's a lack of consequence. Because you can just say shit to someone, <laughs> hang up, and then never see them again. Whereas yeah. back then, if you disrespected someone like that, you'd get probably get killed or punched. get challenged to a duel. You get shot, you get slapped with a glove or something. Man, I always, I always have that thought. Like, man, you wouldn't get punched in the face enough. I think that's the problem, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because I don't know if you ever met someone who was just like the biggest cunt, and then they get punched in the face, and it really humbled them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'd be fun to ask. I'm saying violence is always is, is the answer, but... So sometimes, uh, all I'm saying is that getting punched in the face is not the worst thing for nah. certain people. Well, it's a real slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like a slap in the face isn't, isn't even that much. Oh, oh, see, that's even more humiliating. Yeah. Do you rather get slapped by a man or punched? Or backhand. Oh, disrespect. Yeah, that's proper. <laughs> no, nah, that's trauma. To, that's PTSD shit. Proper, like, you'd lose your confidence after that. Well, well, it's, a fine, it's, it's a fine line between like getting humbled and losing your confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, oh, well, it's a fucking internet. There's fucking yeah. 8 billion people in the world now. So It's 8, it's eight billion now. Yeah, I saw something somewhere. I saw something somewhere. <laughs> it was like, your source. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably fucking fake. I don't know. It's fake news. Remember that? Fake news. Fake news. What's <laughs> going on? I don't know. I'll try to keep you out of it as much as I can. But I still like fucking check in just to have a laugh to see what people are fucking whinging about. Yeah, yeah. Have a laugh from, as an observer. Yeah. I'll get sucked in too much. It is funny, but I do find myself like like picking a side and go, yeah, fuck this. Like, like nah, nah, nah. I'm going to say that. <laughs> stay out of this. Stay out of this shit. It's easy to get sucked in, man. So the negative easy. energy just kind of like pulls you in. 
it's, it's like attractive. Like, hey, come here. Look at that guy. What a dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck that guy. It's definitely attractive. And like, like there's even been times where I've even started to write out a fucking thing like, a, no, 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 hang on. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> well, it's more like this. I don't know. Get all like, fuck. You know what? You know, fuck. This guy over here's got a point, and then I realise like, oh shit, because like it's on Instagram or something. I got like a blue tick, and I like, oh fuck, nah, I shouldn't. People will probably like no, like, I'm not like anon- anonymous on the internet anymore, and it's just like, yeah, nah, I better stay out of it. You're, you're not Noob Master sixty nine. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I can't really. I remember the anonymous days. Yeah, I do that either. No. I'm sure there's some dumbass comments that I've left, which is just on record forever now. Yeah, same, somewhere. Just because I acted from a reactive place, you know, instead of taking a breath and stepping back. Oh, man. I reckon... Um, you feel so embarrassed and shame. Like, man, I can't believe I got sucked into this bullshit. Just like, not even that, but like, everyone does it when they're fucking young. But like, oh, yeah. the old Facebook posts or MySpace shit you used to put up, Everyone's embarrassed of what they used to chuck up on the internet and shit. Like, I wonder if everyone today is going to be fucking heaps embarrassed later on about everything that's been going on. Like, fuck, what were we fucking fighting about? We were fighting? How bizarre. No, no. No, it'll never happen. <laughs> Fighting's funny as. Um, I don't know nice. what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm no. doing. I should just... <laughs> I should just wear a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fucking crinkle. I'm scared you to like. You can wear my Spider-Man suit if you want. Yeah, that'll be really nice. Oh, yeah. I, oh yeah, nah, I've had some Guzman, so <laughs> probably shouldn't. Gonna <laughs> show all your body crinkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can fast tomorrow. Yeah. And then all the beers. Yeah. Well, I'm only gonna have two beers tomorrow. Yeah, right. Oh, tomorrow. No, no, no. I mean, tonight. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. No, I'm not going to. I won't have beers. I'll get into the wines. Smoke cigars, playing poker. Nice suits. Yeah, wines and like a nice scotch or something. Yeah. If they've got that at the bar. Or a whiskey. I'm more of a... Do you like tequila? Um, I haven't had it enough to appreciate it. So I like already forgot what it sort of tastes like. Um, I feel like the trick is with tequila, you got to have it, like, sip at a time, like how the Mexicans do it. Yeah. It's a very, like, Western thing to have it in shots. So, why do you think so many people hate tequila? Do you think because it tastes bad, or is it because... Well, yeah, if you yeah. imagine if every time you had scotch, instead yeah, of having it on the rocks, you just, boom, <laughs> just fucking skull it all, and then you'd be like, nah, I can't do scotch. It's like, yeah, when you drink it in ridiculous amounts, every time you do it, no wonder. Fuck yeah. My mate made, um, made like, his own moonshine and like uh his own whiskey i'm pretty sure it was whiskey what's um, moonshine made of what's it fermented from i don't know water is and a bit no of no that's rum rum is sugar cane i really don't know i'm so like like i can pretend i know <laughs> say it's made of water and um the light that fuck me and when i was last time i had uh, mushrooms I did this thing where I was like nearly about to spew and I was like not feeling good at all. So I did the most hippiest thing I've ever done in my life. It was a full moon night and I like sat back and I, um, Danny gave me a glass of water and because it's puree, she told me this about puree water. 
because it's so pure and there's no nothing in it, there's no minerals or anything in it, that um, it would actually, when you drink it, it actually pulls minerals from you and like, oh. and takes it from you instead of giving it to you. I think something like that. I don't know the science behind it. Yeah, I know distilled water is like that. They take everything out of it. Yeah, so you like, like, it said it like pulls what's already in you and shit. So I was like thinking, fuck, I need, I need some minerals. So I like, I, I need some power. I need something to help me um, get through this. Like I was having like a sort of a bad trip. Um, so I held up my water between me and my eye and the full moon. And I was looking at it like making sure like the moon is in my glass and I'm like, fill this up with awesome full moon energy <laughs> and cleanse me. Like, please cleanse me and like fix me. And then I was like, all right, sweet. And then I scolded it like a Viking. I was just sitting there like dribbling and everything. I, finished it, like, ah. I was in my backyard and I was like, yeah, midnight or something. And I was like, okay, yeah, fix me. And then moments later, like, literally maybe like three minutes, I just went, Oh, I'm gonna go to fucking toilet. So I sat on the toilet, just like expecting to just explode on the toilet and just like vomit while I'm shitting as well. Just... But it never happened. All right. What happened was I was sitting there, just like fucking naked on the toilet, like sweating and shit, just my my head and my palm and stuff like that. Oh no! I open up my eyes and the whole like toilet room was like. Fucking the tiles are crawling up the walls like in um, Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas and shit. I was just looking at oh, no. And you know when you close your eyes, if you're having a real powerful shroom trip, it's almost like DMT-like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I closed my eyes and the worst imagery was like about like 20 jack-in-the-boxes with a clown head. just going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just laughing at myself going, why is this the fucking worst trip I've ever had? <laughs> Like, but laughing and just going, this is fucked up, feeling pins and needles and tingling and just everything that you don't want to feel. And sitting on the toilet as well, sweating and it's hot and you're just like, fuck, this is like, how did I get in this situation? Because it was um, that mushroom chocolate and it was from Amsterdam. And uh, uh. yeah, I had a lot more than um, what Danny had because I wanted her to feel um, you know, safe that she had a little bit and I had a lot more. Um, and I didn't like measure how much I had. I just, I just fucking ate the bar of chocolate and I, it was, it was probably like four grams maybe, or, or maybe just under, I, I really don't know, it was really strong. And, um, and I was like going, oh, I need to get, get rid of this feeling. And I was expecting to fully just pierce out shit, just like, like, and I was like feeling, oh, like, oh no. So, so is this, this is filming, eh? Yeah. Sorry if this is getting like full graphic, but instead of that, <laughs> you know when you just have a real solid one, <laughs> it's like just one, uh, <laughs> just one solid like brick and it's like you only need two wipes, like it's just yeah. perfect and it came out just so just, slowly. Just the one? Just that one and then just like dropped like in, the, in the water and I was just like like as soon as that happened my trip just turned into rainbows and happiness and, and like um, oh something came in my head as it, as it happened because I just had my back fixed with um, uh, dry needling and and uh, the guy he's like amazing like who fixed my back he's just like oh your neck is like out of whack and he just like oh I'll just do this and he just went and I 
oh, like felt like my whole body just got instantly straightened after years and years of having this wow. pain and shit. I just felt like, wow, whatever he done to me, he knows what he's doing. And I was like, the next day, I was like, wow, I feel so free and relieved. And back, back to the shroom shit, as it happened, I just had a, a voice in my head that said, it's just like when you, um, it's just like your back being fixed. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's like all that negativity, anxiety, and just metaphorically shit that I've been carrying around <laughs> just emptied me. And I was just like so light, loving rainbows. I came into the bedroom where Danny was and she was watching something or like chucking on Avatar or something. I'm just there like, I'm back. Like I'm having <laughs> the best trip ever and shit. And um, then I realised, oh, it was the fucking moon water that I drank. I said, please fix me and cleanse me. Yeah. Take everything negative out of me. I sculled that. It instantly felt, oh, I need to go to the toilet. It all came like the worst trip you, like ever sitting on the toilet like all these clown visions and everything and like it got so bad that I was like laughing at it just going look this is like textbook <laughs> what you don't want to happen and it's fucking out like oh, this is of course this is fucking cheeky shoe and um yeah it That's actually hilarious. it actually cleansed me and fixed me and I was like I'm still buzzing from it that was like fucking three months ago yeah. It was like that first mushroom trip I had with you and Clive climbing the trees. I was going through like anxiety, and then as soon as I let out a fart, it was like, <laughs> oh, it's like transmuting that fear and anxiety <laughs> into little poop particles. Which all that shit, right? Yeah, that you're carrying around, you let it go, and it's like, ah, oh, okay, I feel good now. It was all making <laughs> it all makes sense, eh? Hey? Like you got to deal with your shit. You got to you got to get rid of the shit you're carrying around. <laughs> And yeah, like, literally. <laughs> it's like, it's metaphorical as. And, and literal. And literal, yeah. physically. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, it was just like, wow. real, yeah, real funny, like, perfect vision of clowns and jacket boxes all next to each other and, and just stretching on in a black, infinite space. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> like the clown from Simpsons, like, yeah. uh, that, the clown bed that Bart has. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa needs braces. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Animal plans. Animal plans. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> Help me. Oh, man. Yeah, it's funny, though, that interplay between the physicality and symbolic and how tightly they are yeah. related to each other, you know? Oh, and it just makes you laugh. Like, you just go, like, you just crack up to yourself and go, fuck, of course. It's so simple and so, something so complex, like the human mind and shit, can really be so simplified with humour and, like, just a funny situation you get yourself in. I don't need a fucking eye in my sleeves. It's going to be covered in my suit jacket. What am I doing? What no, else? That's true. All right. That's good enough, right? Yeah. It's just a little bit of a crease. People watching, no, it's freaking horrible. It's going to be under my jacket, so I'm just crunch it up, just chuck it over. <laughs> nah, I better, I better hang on. Yeah, yeah, that's Two-ply Egyptian cotton. Egyptian cotton? Egyptian cotton. Interesting. 
sowed by Moses himself. Nice. Is he still around? Yeah, he's in spirits. <laughs> his words live on, right? Yeah, well, I don't really know his words. <laughs> Not really up to date. He was the one that... Uh, he parted the river, didn't he? Yeah, he was the one who wrote down the ten... Oh, yeah, I see, yeah, I only know that from The Simpsons. It's <laughs> like, let my people go. Let my people go. Let your people go! <laughs> oh, yeah, Skinner was the fucking... Um, the era, right? All right. It's also the damage done with this one. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Because you're going to be my... Yeah, this is going to be mostly covered all day, eh? Little cat. Well, careful, there's hot stuff. There's hot stuff. Little, hey, buddy, what's going on? Little, little feline. Feline Felix. I mean, all those exercises where you're just trying to make whole sentences with the same, like, uh, words starting with the same letter. <laughs> you precarious, pompous, <laughs> petty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad at like English. <laughs> I'm so bad at like, English period. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just vocabulary. I'm just so bad with it. Um, uh, let's just give it a bit of a bit of a, bit of a oh shit, bit of oh, this risky business like that. I worked at Big W, and yeah, I used to fucking have my. Um, Big W shirt was a button-up shirt, the blue ones, um, all crinkled up in my school bag with my lunchbox and shit. And luckily they had a, um, in the lunchroom, like near the lunchroom, there was a little um, spare room that had an ironing board and an iron in there. So I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Fucking crinkle these out. And then... While I'm doing that, fucking heaps of um, the other guys that were working there just wearing the most crinkliest Big W shirts. Oh, really? They're like, fuck, I don't even have to fucking iron my shirt. This guy's like scrunched up fucking lolly paper. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah that Did you all watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I liked Breaking Bad. There's a, there's a video of Gus teaching you how to iron a suit. Wait, which one was Gus? The Los Boyos Hermanos boss. Oh, wait, see this it's one that has a serious face? Yeah, and the, glasses. the glasses. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, in says, character or the... No, in, in, it's like a joke, but it's in character. <laughs> yeah, okay. see. If you want to be respected, look respectable. That's <laughs> <laughs> his philosophy and on his suits. Because he's so neat, you know? yeah. But it's true. Yeah, this is better. Alright, I'm yeah. back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> and we want to charge our crystals under the moonlight, but we won't even bloody iron your shirt, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't played with crystals in ages, eh? When I was, like, first into them, I was like, ooh, crystals! Like, full, trying to, like, go out and find them and pick them and shit, and I still wear one. That'd be cool. They go on crystal hunting. Yeah, I've only ever found. Um, what are they called? Can I have a sipply beer? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, I, I don't want a full one. Had um, found clear quartz crystals. 
and like the um, they can have a sip. Yes, it's coming out nice. Beer is oh, very nice. You want to be all suited up tomorrow? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Legend of Zelda. Ah, yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah, not for much. That's been happening. <laughs> it's all I've been hanging out all day. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. I think last time I saw, yeah, it was um uh, was Valentine's it, Day. Was it actually the goals last time we saw each other? It was Valentine's Day. Like, do you reckon? It was like, oh, yeah. well, well, it's almost. It wasn't this year's Valentine's Day, was it? Wait. No, it was. This was before I even proposed. Because oh, here we go. That's better. Wait, what the fuck did they then do this Valentine's Day? Because you said you actually thought I was going to propose to her when we were at the gorge. Oh, really? And there was a moment. It was like this beautiful moment, and I go down inside my backpack. She's like, "Oh, this is the moment." And I'm like, "I got it, the drone." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, of course." How did you propose? I don't think I know that story. Uh, I went to Cathedral Range, that mountain that I was going to take you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We won't have time. Yeah. And we just hiked up a mountain. Yeah. Because you've got to make sure that they can make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've got to put it through some work. <laughs> and, yeah, basically just proposed at the top of the mountain. Beautiful sunset. It was epic. We had the whole mountain to ourselves. Oh. It's like a mountain ridge that goes for, like, kilometers at a time. Yeah. That was epic, man. Fuck yeah. What, what was your trick? Did you do a trick? Like, you're like, oh, I was going to get, just get a, get the old Polaroid out of the bag. And fuck, yeah, well, she thought, like, because I got the ring and I, like, was about to drop it into her hand and she thought that I went to get a joint. Yeah. So she thought I was about to drop a joint into her hand. It was, like, the ring and then all the emotions flood and she was like, oh, yeah. about time. didn't <laughs> <laughs> speak. Oh, yeah, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you got to... It was like ages, man. We've gone out for like eight years at this point. Really? That's how many That's how many years me and Danny have been together. You go past the warranty period. <laughs> 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 but like, like all jokes aside, I think it's important to like wait until that initial kind of honeymoon, lovey-dovey phase fizzles out. Yeah. Because sometimes that can like fizzle out and you like sober out and you're like, I yeah, don't like this person. Why am I with you? Yeah, and a lot of so, people get married like straight away, like six months going out a year. And sometimes yeah. it can work out, but other times not yeah, so much. That's it. You got to like go through all the stages, not just like the honeymoon phases. Like, um, you got to have your first like big fight and shit like that. You got to have your fucking. You got to um, go through your darkness. Make yeah, sure she you, stays with you. Yeah, you got to um, see the worst in each other and stuff like yeah. that. And, like, if you're still both there at the end of the day, at the end of those days and shit, and you still, um, yeah, you figure it out after, and you go, look, we can sort this out, fix it, and then you, you're fucking high-fiving and um, playing Mario together, then, um, yeah, that's fucking, you did it sort of thing. Like, well, like, me and Danny, like, um, yeah, we, we've had a lot of, like, not, actually, not a lot. Like, just, like, we've had a couple of ups and downs in the eight years. You're going to have ups and downs. And um, we've, like, grown better for it. Like, obviously, mm. like, that's, like, the most typical fucking thing to say. 
but um, it's it's fucking real. Like you actually, you see that you two are like each other's mirror. And uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, when when and, and yeah. both the good and the bad parts, right? Like yeah. you hold up a mirror right in front of your face, and sometimes what you will get angry about that person. It's like all your personality traits that you don't like about yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why they challenge you more than anyone. That's how you, you, you recognize it. Yeah. it's annoying in someone else because it, you yeah the same things in yourself annoy you. And, um, yeah, it's weird. We sort of like we, we always catch like pull each other up on it and like be a smart ass sometimes. <laughs> Just be like, look, mate. You're talking to your reflection right here. She's <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. You do this shit too. It's like, yeah, I know, but so do you. Yeah, it's so true. But you like yell at each other. Like when you, like you send you just throw to clothes everywhere. Like, mate, can't you just be more organised? <laughs> but then I reflect back on myself even now talking about it. I'm like, man, I'm fucking totally unorganised. <laughs> yeah. like I might not technically throw my clothes everywhere, but I'm so unorganised in all these other areas in life. Yeah. And then when I see that in her, it's like I just get pissed off at myself. Yeah. You just go, Maybe oh, it's man. like sort of that thing of like, come on, man, you can do better than this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sort of like a running joke every now and again. Like we, if we like go for like somewhere cool, like a kayak or somewhere or like, because I don't really drink that much. Like we just got these just because, yeah, fuck no. And, um, but like if we go out like kayaking or something, Denny will be like, oh, let's just grab a six pack and have a couple of beers on the beach. I'm like, fucking yucky while I'm rolling like yeah, three yeah, joints yeah, for yeah. the trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like that, yeah. So well, like the majority of my stony years is like judging people for drinking and yeah, you know, like yeah. literally getting high every single day. Fucking alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you rationalize it and you're like, yeah, but weed's different. And it's like, yeah, but you're still using the substance yeah. to escape from reality. You know? 100%. And you just like, it's yeah. not much different. Nah. And you just sort of laugh at yourself like, <laughs> Now it's just a joke now, like I just, yeah, just joke around, but like, um, yeah, back in the day I just did like, and sometimes I do catch myself like going, um, oh, fucking, I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fucking bring a, bring a beer or something to like, um, fucking beach or something like that, I'll just rather, yeah, bring a joint and then I realise it's the same fucking thing really, sort of, not, not the same, but like in the, yeah, what you just said, it's like, refl- um, what's it, what's it called, um. What'd you say? Like using an external substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Escape from the present, really. Yeah, yeah. So like you feel like you need something else outside of you to... Like a crutch. Lift, lift you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Sort of like cultivating that within. Like that's It's hard to cultivate it within, you know, without anything. Yeah, yeah. Because even without, like, even if you take drugs out of the equation, like, I'm not, I don't smoke anymore, but I still escape in all these other ways. There's you know? so like through many video ways. games or yeah. social media or, mm. or yeah. thinking negative thoughts or whatever. You know? I definitely found myself to be a lot like the most thing I'm probably addicted to at the moment is coffee. Mm. I've been drinking so much coffee, it's really bad. How many coffees did you drink a day? It went from three coffees a day, and then sometimes it's five. Sometimes Shit. the most would be six. Dude. But not all the time. Not all the time. Look, you're justifying it. It's all the time. It's all the time. It's all the time. Like today, I'm having two. You bloody junkie. No, look at you. No, no, no. You're right, mate. That's like me. That's like me and chocolate, pretty much. Yeah, well, same with chocolate. Like, I used to eat fucking so much chocolate. And, like, heaps back in the day, like, when I was, like, um, in my teenage years 
and I'll just be uh, – I'd actually put on a lot of weight from eating chocolate when I was, like, a lot younger. And then um, I started to, yeah, cut back a bit. And then, um, yeah, fucking got fit and then I found chocolate again and then I like, put it on again. And then I, like, started drinking heaps of, heaps of cho- um, coffee because uh, I used to always drink teas. And, um, you know, like mm. tea, tea, just normal tea. Just black tea, English breakfast. Yeah, yeah, stuff. a bit of milk and that. And yeah. then, and then uh, that turned into, yeah, coffee. And then I was like, a coffee in the morning when I wake up. And now every morning when I wake up, it's coffee. And then I'll have a secondary coffee to, like, perk me up a, again, like maybe an hour after my first coffee. And then I wouldn't have a coffee until, like, after lunch if I get home and I'm, like, a bit... Fucking, oh, yeah, that was a big fucking walk or something like that, fucking coffee, fucking get started on something. Because I'm always at the computer as well when I'm making the show mm. and, like, sitting down and, like, if I'm, like, editing or if I'm drawing or something, I always need something there, like, something to nibble on or something to, to sip. And it's always just, like, um, you know, a tea or a coffee or a fucking, um, like, a juice or something. something. I just need something to keep me seated and um, time just goes goes by so quickly that I'm drinking five coffees mm. and I'm just like fucking wired as and I like have two scoops of coffee too and I'm like fucking wired and then I like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, I've actually started to um, notice some little things that like when I go to bed because I have a coffee in the night time as well and I'll notice when I go to bed that I'll start twitching mm. I'll start like... Yeah, fuck! Like a, like I need to move. I need like I'm like got you like fuck. crackhead tweaking out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tweaking out, literally tweaking. Like going, fuck! I need to like. And Danny's like, "What's wrong? Like, do you need a jiggle? Like, yeah, I need a jiggle." And I just, <laughs> just start jiggling. I just get, get some. <laughs> I just need to get out of this. Just, just like, she lies. She's like, "Oh yeah, you can jiggle." Yeah, like, okay, like I'm used to. It sort of puts me in the seat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just a jiggle like move my legs around and shit just, just for a little just bit to get out of my system <laughs> and like, meditation and lifting weights bro yeah I found working out it's a life changer definitely helps like I I've got in a good routine yeah, working out yeah you fucking fucking <laughs> gentle <laughs> can't believe it smoke a real ciggy you fucking <laughs> um, I'm so disappointed in myself that I got myself hooked on this can I have some? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually strawberry, strawberry kiwi, mate. Because I got myself, because like I quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's smooth, eh? <laughs> well, whoa, wait, wait, hold on. I think we still do it. Oh, my, oh my days. Oh, this still sort of good shit, huh? Tastes like five gum. Oh. After oh. eating five gums. Holy shit. Yeah, because like I got, because I feel like I've been addicted to the motion of just taking something and inhaling it. Turns out yeah. I was like, 12 started with weed and cigarettes and I quit weed after a few cycles but this time I was like for good and then I'd like get into cigarettes a little bit just to kind of mm. ease that transition 
but then the tobacco that like like I don't I don't know man there's like debates going on whether vaping is better than cigarettes but I think it's probably just as bad but in just in different ways yeah yeah but I yeah. do notice that the tobacco is definitely much harsher on my throat Oh, yeah, it's like getting stabbed by a fucking yeah. lead pencil in the back of your fucking... Because I've been doing singing lessons and stuff, and the singing teacher yeah. talks about how, like, tobacco smoke and weed smoke as well just, like, fucking shreds your throat. Really? So I wanted to, like, you know, develop my singing voice. Yeah, I'm, not, right. I'm sure this isn't perfect for your throat, but I feel like it does a little bit less damage, but it's probably, I don't know, maybe making me... Um, What's the word when you can't have kids? Infertile. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope not. I just see like there's wood. Well, right, yeah, that thing's made of wood. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I could, um, that's exactly right. Like I quit weed. Not now, obviously. I fucking still smoke weed, but I quit weed. Like, yeah, I quit it for like a week. Like I didn't quit it. Sorry, I had a break because I was just like, yeah, I fucking had a break, and I had. Um, my last nug, because I got managed to get my hands on Pineapple Express, and to me that's just like the first movie I watched that was a stoner movie it was Pineapple Express, and I watched it at the movies, and it was before I even smoked weed. I was still like young in high school, like early days, and um, so when I first smoked weed, I just like I used to chuck that movie on and stuff, and like just yeah, you can't say that word because YouTube will demonetize me. Oh really? So you're gonna bleep double, it out? The w word. Really? Whoa, um, uh, the I, devil's I, lettuce. I call it uh, Hush Makundi. <laughs> Hush Makundi. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other? There's like another name I heard of it, like the fucking um, something cabbage or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, the, you were smoking Hush Makundi? Yeah, Hush Makundi or whatever you want, the devil's lettuce or the. Uh, the uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe using the word devil will get into religious topics. Oh, really? And I hate this, man. I find myself like censoring myself. It's like, oh, I can't, man, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. I, was like, I just did it then. Uh, yeah, I fucking... Um, uh, did you just fucking drop the F-bomb? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I can't stop. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, Fuck. Can you swear? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. Try to like space it out a little bit. I'm trying. (laughs) That's why I can't get like Adrian. Don't say it three times in one sentence. I can't. can't. You might need to bleep me maybe. I need like a squeaky. I'm just messing around with you. you (laughs) Nah, because like seriously, like um, I'll get to that YouTube thing back in a sec. But yeah, when I when I quit, not um. Stop smoking, uh, bloody, um, what do you call it? Hush, Hush Makundi. Hush Makundi for a week. Um, <laughs> just, just because, yeah, sorry. I had Pineapple Express and I had like an ounce of it. And, um, uh, can I say Pineapple Express? I don't think you say, can say pineapple because that can be, uh, used <laughs> as like a homophobic slur or something. Really? I don't know. You can't say fruit. The world's, the world's gone. <laughs> Fucking mental man. Like, but like, you can believe it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, really? Like, shit. Like, fuck, I'm doing it. But anyway, so like, yeah, I, I decided to keep one nug of it just like to, because to, like, I was never going to get it again sort of thing. It was like such a um, novelty. Like, oh my God, like I've been smoking for like, what, near 10 years and um, this is the first time having this. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, and it was so nice, so like 
pure and I knew the guy who grew it and everything like that. It was like so looked after and loved and it was just just beautiful like yeah. Like how do they I describe it in the movie? Yeah. Like, I just want to shove it up my nose and have that smell all day. Guys vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you wanna live it? Don't you just wanna be it? <laughs> <laughs> just wanna live in there. But it, and then like so I decided that I'll take about ten days off or something like that and I'll keep this nug. Because usually I'll take a break um, when I've run out, mm. and usually that helps me. Like, oh, I've run out. I don't. It, not, none of it's nearby, so out of sight, out of mind, and it helps me. And I go, no, I'm going to do it differently this time. I'm going to keep the juiciest nug in a little jar, have it on my shelf, so I see it every day. I can pull it. Oh, it smells so good. Like, because I just love smelling it. And then, because it has that like sort of Vicks vapor rub sort of smell to it, and it's just like so strong. So I like smelling it. But I didn't touch it for yeah ten days, so I found I found myself getting into um, Danny's cigarettes mm. just to smoke something, mm. and I was just like, I'm addicted to the um, the action, yeah. Absolutely. And then I was like, um, I'm addicted to the action, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> can't get enough. <laughs> Fucking action man. And like in action man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> smoking that, smoking cigs, like ah, oh, it's just not the same. Like you go from um, Kush Mahundi, what would you call it? Kush Makundi. Kush Makundi. Kush Makundi. Kush Makundi. Because you go from that, it's like sweet, nice, and has like a um, like a musk stick kind of aftertaste, mm. and then you go from a fucking durry, and it's like like burnt toast, yeah. like. Stick. Just gross compared. And then I was like, nah, I'm not getting the same satisfaction. So I had a spare vape line around. Mm. And it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was that same flavour, that um, five gum sort of um, strawberry flavour. And um, I found myself just puffing that. And I was in, because I was smoking it in the room while, while I was like editing, because I usually go outside to smoke. I'm just like filling up the room with like mist. And I'm like, <laughs> like coughing. And I like, cause you, you know, when you get that vape cough and it's kind of like, um, it's like unnatural yeah. sort of cough. Like My friend you, got pneumonia. Really? Smoking too many vapes. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. Nah, sometimes it's like you've got to scare yourself and really remind yourself from the negative side effects because I fucking got duped, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got duped. I got duped. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the sweetness as well. Like, Yeah. That's what um, I liked about it. I, it's just this. Yeah. Maybe I should make like another version of, I don't know, maybe that's why deep meditation, like when I do deep breathing meditation, that gives me a better hit than this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know this, but then I don't do it consistently nah. instead of like smoking this, that's whatever it. the hell this is. Like I, I, I don't really practice what I've preached in the past, like meditation. I, I used to, and I still do in my own way, but not like the traditional way, like mm. sitting down there and. I'd meditate. Sitting my, with your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I'd fucking sit there with my eyes open and just fucking zone out onto a, a view or something like that. Like, I, well, that's really what it, like, meditation really is like the art of doing nothing. It's not like <laughs> the, you got to do like this technique versus that technique. I mean, yeah, of course, like doing deep breath, Wim Hof kind of method helps. Yeah. But it's just really about sitting there and being comfortable with doing nothing and just hanging and out not, with not, yourself yeah not like stimulating yourself not going on like social media just sitting there like you sitting there looking at like a sunset or even just staring at a wall I feel like that would be an amazing practice like literally just staring at a wall yeah 
Because I'm just allowing your your mind to go into that flow yeah, state, you know? Yeah. Let it just go down to just to like base. Like, you, oh, like what, <clears throat> way I, when I first started trying to do it, like meditation, um, I always thought like, all right, I've got to be in somewhere so silent. I've got to, I've got to um, block out all distraction noises. I've got to, um, you know, sit down complete, perfectly still, posture up so I'm sort of uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I'm going to mm-hmm. be straight. All these, like, things, and I just sort of realized, like, yeah, it's good. Like, I did get to good places and everything, but it's just I couldn't keep doing it. No, well, but, it's not really aligned with reality because reality isn't always calm and perfect and yeah. this perfect cushiony pillow <laughs> yeah. that you sit in. There's going to be some perfect calm. room. Someone down the road moment starts up his lawnmower or yeah. something, and then you just go... Fuck. But um, I feel I, like what I was telling you uh, about you know, a few months ago or something, I meditated for the first time in like ages, like I pro- properly meditated. But this time I didn't like try to shut up my thoughts and mm. try to clear the mind as as you're told to do. So what I did instead, there was, you know, planes going over, like little planes going, and like I could hear the cars down the road, I could hear... Um, kids playing in their backyard, like 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 fucking hundreds of meters down. I can just hear them, like just mm. like laughing and all that sort of shit. And um, I'm first seeing it as like this is this these are distractions. But I was sitting in nature and like on this cool rock with my, my gum trees and stuff. And there was a kookaburra in the tree and shit. And cockatoos like they come over, fucking like, ah! yeah, <laughs> biggest distraction ever. <laughs> So what I did instead of trying to block out all the sound and trying to quiet my mind, instead I went. I need to be grounded because there was just so much going on. Like, um, you know, staying in the house at the time, my, my um, girlfriend's house. Who she's got a lot, like a lot of family. Like, there's like six people in the house at once, and it's like um, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to like um, a lot of social interaction. Like, cause I'm an introvert, extra whatever you want to fucking call it. And um, so I needed my space. So mm-hmm. I was in there constantly for like three weeks. So like, oh, I am just feel wired up and I can't focus. So I, I just need to go for a walk. So I sat down on this rock in the bush and, yeah, millions of distractions. But instead of blocking it out, I decided um, I'm just going to let it in and said I, I did close my eyes this time and I instead put myself like... I imagine myself as um, a game character in a in a in a um, uh, open world game, which is Earth, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really put myself in it. Like like listen to everything. All oh, right, there's cars down the road. There's here and there's fucking planes flying over here. Um, fucking two hours that way is this place and everything. I'm just like laying it all out, and I was like fully in it, like. Smelling the smells, like, oh, that's fucking gum leaves and shit like that. I was just, like, really planting myself in reality and really just, mm. like, sort of mentally feeling it all around me. And um, that's how I found the peace. I, like, the planes could be as fucking loud as they wanted, like, going overhead, and it didn't bother me at all. And I was just like, whoa, like, this is actually amazing. Like, I'm using the sounds and distraction to keep me grounded, like, Oh yeah, I mean reality. I'm not um, off with the fairies. Like a, I don't know. And it, after I did that, I did that for like 
not even 15 minutes, eh? Like, sitting there having a good sesh. And then um, I got up. No, I opened my eyes. You know when you open your eyes after meditation and it's like it's daytime and you open your eyes and everything's all just bright and one mm. colour for a sec and then it all sort of fades in and, like, colours start coming back and you're just like, whoa, it's so fucking bright. I had my eyes closed for a bit. And um, I just felt, like, so uh, just at peace and, like, grounded, I'd say. Like, mm. so grounded. I was like, whoa. I took a few, stood up, took um, ten deep breaths and looking around and exhaling it all naturally. Just looking around, okay, fuck yeah. I feel like I'm pretty refreshed. And I got back to the house with everyone and everything. I was just, like, loving being surrounded by people. I didn't, nothing, like, sort of bothered me. Not, like, not say that they bother me. It's just, like, um, my, I feel like I've got to give my attention to everything around me and that, like, I feel drained from pushing myself to think that mm. I have to do that. Well, it's like we were talking about before, like, an introvert needs to recharge by being you need to be by yourself. Yeah, probably. yeah. You know, doesn't matter who you're with, you know, sometimes you just need to just plug into a tree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get yeah. the Wi Fi password. <laughs> yeah, when it's like that, yeah. Yeah. And some people like recharge from hanging out with lots of people and they love it like they just need to be a social butterfly and to me that's like oh let's let's go um let's go out to a big party or festival or a clubman or something. To me, that's like, oh, that's my worst fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. at home, having a, having a coffee, having a coffee or a tea or something, just sitting, watching a sunset. Same, you know, same. Or by a crackling fire, that's... Being at home, just doing your work or... Yeah. Reading a book or even watching some YouTube video, just being by myself. Yeah. I feel like that too, but then it can go too far the other way where you spend too much time by yourself and then yeah. the madness starts kind of kicking in. You're like, okay, I need to yeah. go out there in the world, you know? Oh, yeah. I've been there. I've been that, that madness thing yeah. for, for a bit. And it was, it was definitely maddening, but it was fun in yeah. a way. It was like, <laughs> oh, I you start to get to know yourself on a weirder, deeper level and you're just like, oh, maybe I should go fucking hang out or something. <laughs> Get too deep here. Yeah. If yeah, I might like just turn into fractals and like just disappear into the forest. But it's, it's important to be friends with yourself, you know. Yeah, the day you're like you're going to be the only person that's going to be with you. Yeah, from birth till death, you know. Yeah, so you make sure that you like yourself as a person. I've always loved just hanging out, just doing just hanging out with myself, like, if I go for a walk or something, or hanging out in the forest, like, I've, I've always loved doing that, and it, it it boggles my mind to think that there's people out there that can't do that, that can't hang with themselves. Mm, vast majority, man. And that's, that's like, why we drown ourselves with drugs, alcohol, distraction, stimulation, social media, relationships. Yeah. And we just can't be alone, you know, you feel like you're drowning. It's hectic, like... And I can, I guess I can sort of get why, you, I don't know, some people, you know, they, they might have fucking things in their past that they've done and they feel ashamed for where they can't even look at themselves in the mirror and they go, oh, see themselves yeah. in the mirror and go, oh, fuck you, you fucking, and then they just continue on with their day, whatever. Yeah. I used to be like that, like in high school. Oh, yeah. I hate myself. 
I still catch myself. I still sometimes do that. Yeah. God. Fucking do some push ups. <laughs> fucking you. <laughs> you, you, you used to be you used to like you used to look alright now you sort of let yourself go and stuff like do some fucking push ups and yeah. uh, it's a bit hard on myself I would fucking yeah I'll just go for a jog or something like that but or, or you yeah, say yeah, something yeah. say something silly that, but, it, but it's funny know. like that balance you know because sometimes you just over hate on yourself and it just becomes unproductive and you just kind of destroy your confidence more yeah, but sometimes really you need bad. that tough love like that come yeah. on man Get up. Yeah. Get up, Rock. Yeah. It's good to have a little laugh at yourself too. Like, but being a bitch. Go do some push-ups. <laughs> go to the bloody gym. Go to like, put down the Maccas. Yeah, do that. It's like, really? You're going to have your fifth joint for today? Really? Yeah. I do that and I'm like... Oh, you think you're so spiritual? Huh? <laughs> Dude, yeah. It's pathetic. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, like, it's almost like your ego yeah. is paying you out. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, you yeah. actually go like, wait a minute. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Tell me what to do. You're like, you know, having an argument with yourself to be real. No, but it's even weirder to think. <laughs> you do a skit like that. <laughs> you just yelling at yourself in the mirror. No, 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 no. Sit no, down. No. You listen here. You'd be nothing without me. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I've done to sacrifice? <laughs> do you know what I've done <laughs> to sacrifice? <laughs> I started this company. <laughs> do you know how much I've sacrificed? <laughs> Yeah, that's a perfect thing. Talking to yourself in, in the mirror to your ego. That's what Great Goblin yeah, does. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's <laughs> weird that we just brought that up. <laughs> Me, your greatest creation. <laughs> Norman's on sabbatical. That's right. <laughs> Fucking legend. But yeah, it's even weirder the thing that some people like. They look at each other. They look at themselves in the mirror and go, "I love you so much." Yeah. And they just like, oh. What do you want to do? You're, you're perfect. Yeah, it's like like two like uh, I don't know. Again, there's always a balance, right? Because then if you love yourself too much, and then you let yourself slide from doing all these negative behavior patterns, it's like the it's like the mum who like overspoils their kid. It's like, oh no, you're perfect the way you are. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of like it, it is coming from love from their perspective, but man, there's so many ways that you're just like ruining your kid's life mm. by not giving him that. Test of character, you know, to grow as a person. Yeah, because then they end up and to become independent. They become codependent. They mm. they start kind of relying on other people, and they don't have confidence in themselves. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or or it could happen in a in worse way where you like someone's um, it's like a false sense of uh, confidence where they're like, uh, yeah, Johnny, you're the fucking you're the fucking best. Yes, you're fucking, you're so good and stuff. And they start like, yeah. I am the fucking best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck it. Well, mum tells me I'm the fucking yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, everyone yeah. else. I'm the fucking <laughs> sickest kind ever. And like, it, yeah, I've seen that happen. And I've even... Um, How it goes down an ugly road, man. Oh, yeah, it does. I've even like... Uh, not really. It's probably just in my head. But I feel like I like, you know... You, I'm, one, I'm one, like one of those people where like I would have said something... Um, that probably wasn't even remembered. Like, say, say, like, I would have said, like, a little joke or something like that, and then the next day I would think, oh, what if I offended someone that was there by telling that joke? Mm. What if that person was actually, like, 
secretly dealing with something that they're not talking about and I touched on their problems with the joke I tell relating to it. And I just get in my head like, mm. oh, fuck, I feel like the biggest fuck with you. Like, like, what if I offended someone or something like that? And um, I feel like I've, yeah. That's good sometimes. I think that's your conscience kicking in because like, then you're becoming more aware and having empathy for other people. Oh, but that that's the thing. I keep doing it. Like, I, I, keep, much, yeah. I keep going, like... Again, it's always, like, extremes, right? Yeah. Like, there's always, like, okay, yeah, this is good, but then if you go too far into this direction, yeah. then it's problems going to arise, you know? It's like this whole human thing is just <laughs> fucking this so is hard. hard. It's, it's so, so complicated. It's... Animals don't have to go through this shit. They just, no. They just eat being, crap. Being a human and being an adult is fucking hard. Like, I've got to, like... Like, figuring out how to do taxes and shit. Like, they don't teach you how to do that at school. And well, just like... You're not allowed to say the T word in this household. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Not on the... On the... Oh, the house. No, that's just my personal thing. It's like YouTube rules. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that word. Because then it reminds me that I need to Shit. Sorry, man. Oh, man. Fuck. See, again, so you got to think about what you're saying, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm secretly dealing oh. with something. Now you just brought it up. Now I'm going to be thinking about that for the next week. Oh, fuck. I shouldn't I'm fucking go yell at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> will. I will. Nah. But it's true. Like, as you get older, like, just responsibilities is piles onto you, you know? Yeah. And then you realise, and sometimes you compare yourself to other people your age, you're like, oh, man, like, like now I'm 30, I'm like, I feel like, oh, man, I should be way further along this path yeah, than shit. where I am and fucking having mortgage stuff. and all that sort of fucking shit, all these words that still don't really fucking understand. Marriage, like. don't say, oh, shit. Sure, you get married tomorrow, man. Don't say that word. I don't, that word is banned. <laughs> I was just saying, I've got full censorship, mate, today. <laughs> stop saying this, stop saying that, dude. Nah, YouTube, that's right. I was going to say, like, YouTube and just the world in general has gone absolutely bananas. I'll probably get in yeah. trouble just for fucking saying that. I really don't know. I really don't know how shit works now. I really don't know what's going to offend people or what. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen bits of it. But like YouTube, right? Um, I've already told you this, but I'll tell whoever's listening. That YouTube age-restricted um, Mike Nolan's Long Weekend that I did. And they said, um, because there's nudity in it, and I'm like looking for where the fuck is there nudity? And I think the only thing that's anything to do with nudity there is when Mike Nolan, Crazy Steve, jump off the bridge into water and they don't have a shirt on, but they're wearing boardies. They're going for a, going for a swim, and they age restricted it. And they're so, dudes. And they're dudes. And pe- people under eighteen can't watch it. And maybe you got some feminists going like, why is it okay for men to take their shirt off and not? Probably, them? yeah, probably. And maybe. fair enough, they had man boobs, so it was these kind of boobish, <laughs> boobies. But like big breasts, they're, they're cutting. Yeah, <laughs> they're cartoons. Like, have you never seen The Simpsons or Family Guy or anything like that? Like, or um, well, Rick and Morty, they got a lot of incest stuff there. Yeah, like they go really far with that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not, like, because that's just not. Part of my humour is to, like, touch up on um, those sort of jokes and, like, sort of thing. Like, like a, I don't know. I just, like, just funny. Cat- yeah, which is good. It's kind of like a, like a slice of life. Yeah. Uh, like, you even got, like, I don't want to say, like, anime-ish, but sort of like that, those episodes in anime where it's just, like, just people hanging out. Like, there's yeah. no necessarily even, I'm not saying you don't have a plot, but sometimes it's, it's just, just, like, hanging just out. Just hanging out in the backyard. Things just, like, like, just happen. Yeah. 
doesn't have to be like this great epic story. And you have that too, but I feel like Mike's long weekend is more of like that slice of life. Yeah. Um, just hanging out, chilling with the boys, having yeah. a beer. Well, that, that's what I'm... UFOs. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I wanted it to be is because like after doing Big Les, it's like such a big like... Like narrative focus. Right? Yeah, big story action and... and um, superpowers and fighting and <laughs> explosions and guns and all this sort of stuff. When I just wanted to make something, I was just chill, hanging out in the backyard with your mates, like um, get the quarter pipe out and have a barbecue and that. Just like a chill simmer down, like um, just a friendly hangout sort of thing. And that mm. was my Nolan's weekend. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to chill. And, yeah, they fall. YouTube's like, nah, we can't do it. And I even did a manual, say, oh, can you review this manually? Because I think that was a bit yeah, of the algorithm appeal. thing. Yeah, appeal. And um, it said we manually had a look at this and it still yeah. goes by this. So I had the same thing, but it wasn't. Like, I've gotten lots of videos age-restricted, but then I've got a strike, man. That shit's scary. From that. Wait, like, a, a, video. a strike? A strike. What man. do you mean? Like they give you a strike, and then if you have three strikes, they delete your channel forever, and you can never make another YouTube channel again under your name. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm glad this is funny to you. <laughs> no, no, it Bad. makes me nervously laugh that, like, oh, I could have had strikes that I just don't know about because I don't check my emails very often. And then they, But they give you, like, some weird reasons. Because like, the video that got striked was... Uh, a mushroom picking video, but it was like helping identify poisonous looks or lookalikes. It's like a safety guide, right? It's like, yeah, don't eat this mushroom. This might kill you. And then they're like, this is harmful and dangerous. But then the, the specific reason was you help promote the creation of hard drugs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So pointing out mushrooms in nature is creating hard drugs, which are narcotics that lead into physical addiction. Right. So I'm just like, and I'm going back and forth. I'm like, dude, like, if I had a lawyer and yeah. I had the money to take me to court, I would win. Yeah. But I don't. They, so it's like, what, did you, what am I supposed to do? Did you watch the video? Or did you just look at the thumbnail? And then they, like, they put a timestamp, right? And then that exact part of the video which they timestamped, it was my friend pointing out edible mushrooms. So they weren't even psychedelic. <sighs> so it's like, just the reasoning is like, Oh, piss me off. This was during my Mexico retreat, so I was just like, man, of course this is... Oh, so this was recent? Yeah, very recent. Like, a few weeks ago or something? Yeah. Where? Oh, God. People tried to help me, and I was just like, yeah, it was... And you were actually... I'm going back and forth with YouTube, and they just... I'm like, can you at least acknowledge right now, so that I know I'm not speaking to a bot, I literally said this. Yeah. Can you just acknowledge that this is an unlisted video, and then they just come with the same template... We've reviewed you and you've gone against our community guidelines and they just give you the same reasons. I'm like, can you just say this one word just so I can know that you're a human being? Can I call you? Was it? Nothing? Well, they say it was human, but... Maybe it could be. Other was a a human who was just copy-pasting a template Uh, or was a troll. uh, But, yeah, man, this is... That's like scary. Like, what direction are we headed? Is it going to get better? And it makes me think, like, man, should I just delete all my mushroom related videos and then that will just kind of like mess up my channel a lot or should I focus on something else mm. like is this a, a hill worth climbing because it just gets steeper and steeper and steeper it's so weird man like even um when I was working with um a network I remember there was a bizarre rule 
saying like like you can have joints and stuff in cartoon form, but you can't have a cigarette. You can't have them smoking a cigarette. Hmm. Like like with the orange butt and everything like that. Like I can't draw that and have them smoke. Like sometimes even having like I've noticed that for me whenever I make videos about Hush Makundi, even <laughs> even if it's about like trying to help people quit or yeah. like talking about my addiction with it. Demonetized, wow. age restricted, and sometimes I appeal. And sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, we messed up. Monetized, yeah. And other times they're dicks. So it's like it depends who you deal with, I suppose. But yeah, that that's that's where I'm confused. I need to talk. I need to go like go into YouTube headquarters, go to the front desk, go, who's in charge? Here? Like, <laughs> talk to. Can I talk to someone, please? Yeah, can I talk to like who's your boss? Like who do I talk to? Because um, sassy when I release that. There was there's six episodes. The first five episodes, there's um, what do you call Hush Makundi? Hush Makundi, yeah. There was all that smoked, <laughs> smoked in it all throughout the first five episodes. It was talked about. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he mentions it. Yeah, he says he says to the alien like give my Hush Makundi back, and like it was all mentioned that they're fine. Those those episodes are fine. They're not age restricted or anything. And I think two of them are monetized. Some of them didn't get monetized because probably because of that. But um, the last episode, which is half an hour, I worked like every day on this for like um, what was it like three three or four months? Like every day, like wake up, make a coffee, go into my um, little office room, kind of like similar what you got here, and just pump it out. And then just, like every day, working so hard on it, like like so much. Um, like I have so much fun by the way making it and stuff but it was just like so much time to make that and um, that has no reference of any drug use in it mm. at all like not really like um, they're not like smoking or anything like that um, at least I don't think so I can't remember oh by the way there are vice documentaries actually teaching you how to make cocaine Really? Yeah, yeah. That's fine though. That's yeah, educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that literally, literally, literally creation of hard drugs? Yeah. <laughs> like mushrooms, they're like they've been here before us as humans. Like yeah, I'm trying to. I don't know. I tried. I was gonna use. I, I, I was like grasping at straws because like I got my DNA test. I'm like 15 percent indigenous. I'm yeah, like, this is an indigenous medicine. You're just going. Oh, you're being racist. <laughs> like, I tried to pull that card. Like, <laughs> <coughs> as soon as I found out, I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to use that card. <laughs> when it benefits me. I'm actually, I'm indigenous. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I like what. Well, I'd love to do that ancestry thing and see what's going on there. Yeah. Is it the ancestry thing thing? Yeah. You did? Yeah, fucking and make And some people say it's not accurate, but uh, well, all of South Americans. Like most countries, it's always a mix between the Spanish yeah. and the indigenous. That's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, I just know so that, that's yeah. what Mexicans are. They're literally just Aztecs slash Mayans mixed in with the Spanish. Yeah, I think mine's so just I'm like twenty percent Spanish. Yeah. Maybe. Do you know what else? Like anything Polish. else? That's like... I got yeah. I got two other indigenous, like one percent each, like one indigenous. Bolivian and Colombian, and the other one's like Peruvian and 
That's something else. That's so cool. So now I can go to the Peruvian Amazon. I'm like, hey, I'm one of you. It's like, he's my test. He's like 1% out of that. Like, the way I think about it, I'm like, all right, like the 15% Chilean, for example, will be like, all right, if you put 15% coffee in milk, yeah. would you still taste the coffee? Yeah. I'll say yes. If it's 1%, mm, I don't know. Yeah. If it's That's a good you way to put it. If you can claim that. Can he still taste it? Because he's like, yeah, you're still white. It's like, yeah, but a latte is still a coffee, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's mostly milk. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> is a latte a coffee? Would you call it a coffee? Yeah, but no, no. Is it a coffee? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd mainly be just like <laughs> Irish or Scottish or something like that. I know that a lot of yeah, I think most Australian. Yeah. Like Australians would be that, right? Just yeah. basically from the UK. Yeah. My um like Scottish, Irish and Britain. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's as far as I know anyway. And I guess a lot of people would have some like Aboriginal mix in there. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I, I don't think I do. I wish I did, it'd be fucking awesome. But um, you'd be playing that card too, wouldn't you? <laughs> early, early, um, actually, <laughs> early in nature, we've I'm a the First land, Nations like, person. <laughs> See nah. this point zero one percent Aboriginal. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. yeah, I'll probably like. I don't know. I always feel like when I'm when I'm in the Australian bush, like I'm always like so like um, what's the word? I feel um. Okay. Yeah, well, but there's another word like uh, what's the word? Not like um, I'm really bad at English. I'm trying to think of the <laughs> yeah. word like Hushmukundi. Not privileged. Would privilege be it? Where you just you really appreciate that you're there? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Go, like, like thanks for having me. Like you um appreciative or. Yeah, yeah, but privilege, that's, yeah. Yeah, is that what privilege yeah. means? <laughs> yeah, I know it's like has a negative connotation these days, but that's... Yeah, that's why I was It's not like, a negative. What is it? It's not really a bad thing. thing. It's like, know. no, I feel privileged to be here. I know my... Um, I feel very pri- privileged to be born in Australia and have all these opportunities, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad I spawned here after my last... I spawned here, After yeah. my last kill that I died, when I died, yeah. I respawned here. Just that halo yeah. sound. Boop, yeah. Boop, that's boop. a good... But then how, do, how does blood work? Because I'm thinking, like, I don't have a drop of Australian blood. Mm. But then if I had kids, because I was born here, would they be Australian? At what point? How many generations do you have to live here before you have... How, I don't know. How, I don't, understand I don't know. It confuses me. I'll just say I'm a fucking earthling at this point. Because then what is really Australian? Like, is they... It's really Aboriginals are the only ones that are, like, truly Australian blood, right? Or yeah, yeah. Is that how that would work? Like, I guess so, so yeah. basically just, yeah. Well, British convicts mixed in with the upper yeah, class. Yeah. You can tell, like, which Australians come from, like, upper class. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yes. My mum's... My like Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mum's side was um, convicts that came here. My dad's side, because my dad's, um, he's British. Um, he, he grew up in Cornwall. It's like a surf town. And he, he actually told me... Just randomly tells me the coolest things about my like great great grandfathers and stuff. He just goes, "Oh yeah, sober dinner." I was like, oh, like a couple of years ago. It's like, "Oh yeah, your um, your great 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 grandfather was like a famous religious painter." Oh, I was like, "What? What's his name?" So his name's John Martin, and there's this guy. I'll show you pictures of. Him. I might have shown you before, but it's like apocalyptic paintings from the 1800s. 
They're like Whoa. massive, and they're in the museums now. You know, um, the Louvre. The Louvre is that yeah. what it's called in France? I think. I think so. It's like oh, one of the skits of pretending. Museum. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, up in the north. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Founded in seventeen eighty two. I think it's in Paris. I think right. Or so. Or I really don't know. Or Rome or something. It's um. It's like a the Louvre. I'm like pretty sure that's Christian, what it's called. Christian painter. Yeah. Uh, like well, paintings from like Revelations or something. Yeah, I think so. And like he painted the world ending. Wow. A lot. Like like. Fucking skit, like, if anyone's, like, look up John Martin and look at his apocalyptic, like, fucking cities just crumbling, just, like, and everyone just, like, piles of fucking people falling down cliffs and shit. I'll show you, I'll show you. And, um, I was, I was, like, looking up that. It's like, yeah, we used to have, um, one of his paintings when I was growing up and, um, it used to scare the shit out of me and, um, my grandma had to sell it. Because back then he wasn't very well known, but now he's been sort of rediscovered, sort of in recent times. And now he's like, yeah. see, after you die, you get <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like looking at his art, going, "These are actually fucking amazing, and they're like actually like terrifying, like like brutal." And he's yeah, he's in the the proper like one of the greatest museums that you can go to to see the gallery, and um. Oh, Another great grandfather after him was um he was in MI five. Do you know oh, what that, do you know yeah, the British intelligence? It's like stuff. what Johnny English is. Yeah. <laughs> or um James Bond or something. I was like, fucking really? Like yeah. how do I like fight him? And um, it's so cool though, you know so much like about family history. Because well, I don't I, even know I my really, mum doesn't even know like a father's life. So I don't yeah, even know yeah. my grandparents. That, yeah, there's, I, there's a massive disconnection. It was from two countries from across yeah, the world. True. You know? Yeah, So I guess that's why I had a, so much of an identity crisis. Yeah, Who true. Am I? Yeah. Like, born here, but I got made fun. People would always tease me for being Mexican. Ah, oh, shit like that. Kids can be I used cruel. to be so, I used to get so pissed at that. And then I went to Mexico. I'm like, Mexico is amazing. I'd be, I'd fucking yeah. be honoured to be in Mexico. Yeah, fucking oh. They're like one of the greatest people ever. Yeah, from all the stories you told me, man, like, like hey, you out there, like, um, meet all of how they're all friendly, like um, you're riding fucking horses, and we've uh, can I say the p word? The, the uh, we can use the indigenous word. They they call it hikuri, 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 hikuri. Oh, hikuri, hikuri, hikuri. <laughs> Sick. That's a a very powerful cactus. <laughs> no, apparently we can. Actually, we'll just say it because that's a indigenous medicine. So if YouTube demonetizes this, that means they're anti-indigenous First Nation people. Therefore, they're racist and they don't want to be racist. True. Yeah, take that, algorithm. And because it's like, yeah, take that. Because <laughs> it's it's legal if you do it in a ceremonial context, which I found interesting. Mm. That's funny because like we went up. So it's a place called Real de Catorce. It's like full desert cactuses everywhere, mm. like full on Red Dead Redemption. That's so cool. And then we get pulled over by the cops, the federales. <laughs> and they're like, man, very... I don't even want to point the finger and say that they're corrupted because I feel like all politicians and police... I was about to say, all, like, there's they corruption are. in every but, corner. But in South America, it's just a lot more obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually respect that more because I feel like here they pretend to be more righteous and they're yeah. good. They're good 
we fight for the law that we never question, you know, yeah. like, things like that. But over there, it's like, yeah, yeah, we know yeah. our role here. Yeah. And so they're all, and Own it. So when it comes to foreigners, they try to get a bribe or they try to break you, things like that. And they're like, huh? Do you have some marijuana? Yeah, you want marijuana? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Yeah. So I was like, right. oh, you got cocaine? <laughs> huh? You got alcohol? Marijuana? You asked me five times. Nah, you have marijuana. Like, look at your eyes. You're stoned right now, aren't you? You have marijuana. Where's the marijuana? <laughs> He's just making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, man. And he's like searching all, like, my bags, my suitcase, like, full on, like, looking at my passport. Wow. And it was like, oh, where are you guys going? I'm like, oh, Real de Catorce. And he's like, ah, oh, so you're going to do peyote? I'm like, peyote? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What, is, that, is that legal? No. No, then absolutely not. I don't like psychedelics anyway. <laughs> that's exactly what you did. Yeah, yeah, that's literally our purpose there. <laughs> we all went from Australia. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then we're like, but I was like, right. But I was like, because you can't let these guys break you. Like, because I know that when we went through, through a retreat, someone didn't have like the right stamp on their passport and they were like shaking. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to deport you. Things like that. Right. But you can't let them. But they play this dance so they can break you and be like, all right, listen, there are 500 solutions of what you can do about here. You know, <laughs> trying to say like, yeah, give us like 500 bucks or whatever it is. And we're like, yeah, yeah. Nah. Cause we had nothing on us. So we're like, we, we got nothing. Yeah. And even if you knew that we're going to do powder, we're going to do it with a shaman anyway, which is legal in that context. So yeah, you got nothing. And then they'll like keep questioning us and then we'll about having fun going back and forth and then they're like, Oh, actually when you go to Real de Catorce, you go to this restaurant, it's called La Abundancia, which means the abundant. Yeah. Like, Alright. I even wrote it down in my notes. Like, yeah, what's the name of that? Cool. <laughs> and then they like kept going and they like searched my hat. Wow. And then and well, I suppose and, that's not really And awesome. I was like kinda like I was like this. I was like, Wait, open your hands. And I was like, Okay. And they get a flashlight and they're like inspecting my skin pores in case I got like cocaine residue or something I don't know where as if you'd have cocaine yeah, yeah. I don't know what they'll do it but they were like <laughs> they got the flat like clearly you can see I've got nothing in my hands but like nah I need to, I need to get a flat I need to inspect this a bit it's closer. making feel better about like yeah. stuff in there like oh it's wait. more official yeah and they're like, you guys are high right now. Nah, man. They're just like messing with us. And they're like, oh, you guys are a couple, huh? You gay couple? No, not that there's anything well, wrong with that. <laughs> there are a lot of gay couples. Yeah, yeah. He actually said that. He's like, nah, there's lots of gay couples here. I'm <laughs> like, nah, man. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, we're not. <laughs> so I yeah. And then, yeah, they let us go. And then me and my friend Felipe were just laughing, vlogging the whole experience. It's yeah. like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And then I was like, oh shit, dude, where's my passport? Oh. And I was like, dude, they fucking steal my passport? That's something that they'll do, man. But nah, we found it. Oh, I like, man. I, we had to stop the car and check. Yeah. And we went through that whole journey, had my first peyote experience. Where we went out with the shaman and we went out on a piece of land that he actually owns, mm. which is amazing. And then we went out foraging. So I don't actually know how to identify and pick them. But there is a problem with sustainability because they take so many years to grow. Mm. And there is, like, they say that, I don't know how many decades, but there's not, they, the supply is cutting short and short and short. But I think it's a lot of foreigners coming in and the way, like, if you just rip it from the root and they don't grow anymore, whereas the shamans, they have yeah, a special you technique. Them. you got to cut it, like, diagonally. Yeah. And then they grow, like, two, three more buttons. That's Things cool. like that. Wow. And they own that land, you know. And they've, yeah. just, they've been doing it for a thousand years. They, he's talking about how his ancestors were there during the Great Flood. But they talk really? about the Bible. 
And a lot of cultures all around the world all talk about a great flood, right? It's not just mm. the Bible, but it was like fascinating. Then we went to pick up a bull that we they sacrificed. Yeah, that would have been that was full on. That would have been that was very on, intense yeah. because we went there full on. Yeah, it was full on, mate. <laughs> I can't help myself. Yeah. On Sunday, like, they just come out. But then it was just like the bull was there tied up. We had to. Well, I didn't help carry it, but they were. They carried on back of the truck and were sitting at the back of the truck and I was like connecting with it. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Mm. We're going to do this. But they believe that it's like kind of like a spiritual transaction, kind of like a soul for a soul. It helps yeah. intensify and potentiate that intention and desire. Yeah. So whatever reason you have for going into ceremony, having like a blood sacrifice just mm. makes that like a hundred times more powerful. And I saw, man, they it was brutal. Like after we went out picking the cactus we went on top of this mountain like it's thousand years old like there's this altar and they got you know the day of the dead yeah where they do like the what they call the ofrendas or the offerings mm. where you put like pictures of your loved ones there and they got like they just just slid it in its throat and all this like gallons of blood just is this when it like to kill it or is this when it was just already dead not to kill it okay because okay. they carried it up the mountain didn't you eat it? Did you did yeah, cook it? Yeah, How was it? It was delicious. Did you, were you like 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 because you you were on it on um Harry when you were eating it? Uh that was the was next just, day. So still because it, uh, it was an all nighter actually. So yeah, like yeah, technically I was, but it wasn't like pink. yeah. It was just kind of on the. So it was like the, I don't even want to say come down because it kind of felt like a come up when you. Come yeah, down, you yeah. I mean? Feel more like refreshed. Yeah, you don't like, feel like oh you got high up a drug and now you're just like oh no. Yeah. Like, no, I was like oh man, I love life so much. I'm like so much more clear. I'm grateful for being here. Oh, that's awesome. But we didn't have the peyote until after the animal mm. sacrifice, mm. and they were just like. I even dipped my, I got this in Mexico. This is so Mexican, like this kind oh, of product. Oh, wow. And I, I haven't dipped, seen this yet. I dipped my my thing, yeah. so they put blood on it. And I thought, and to me, it was like so symbolic, like that sacrifice yeah, and the blood yeah. of Christ and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, it's fucking crazy, man. And then after that, and I, actually, I remember actually shedding a tear. Like it wasn't, it was no joke. It was like very intense. It was like this little girl just like bawling her eyes out. Mm. But then there was like this kid who was just like cutting the leg off, just. <laughs> just it's just his normal reality. Because we look at so it as weird. Because I was like, I zoomed out of that situation. I'm like, man, if someone saw this out of context, it'd be like some crazy death Brew. cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then what do we do with meat anyway? Like, we go to a supermarket and just because it's like in a plastic package, mm. we're just like, oh, that's humane. It's but it's nice. But, but the cow is like dying in the factory completely disconnected at least this in this context they're like honoring the animal it's respect thanking you the bull is like up here you know yeah usually they do the deer but the bull is like third in the hierarchy yeah right and it's the goat but they didn't have a goat so they did did a bull but the deer because the deer represents the peyote spirit the blue yeah really with the antlers ah yeah and um yeah man then we went through that whole thing and then I had the cactus and was so bit now like eating it like this one little bit at the time. Yeah, it's like a permanent marker or something. Oh, it's it so like... bitter. It's <laughs> so bitter. <sighs> but then we went after and now we're on the back of the truck, but this time 
the cow is in pieces. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a bucket with like the cow's head and its tongue is out. Wasn't it staring at <laughs> Didn't you say it was staring at you or something? Or was it oh, it's still Yeah, open. yeah. Well, during the sacrifice, like I saw the soul leave the body. Like mm. I was there front row because I didn't want to like just avert my eyes. and like, no, this is too barbaric. Like, no, this is part of reality. I want to be present with it no matter yeah. how hard it was. But then on the back of the truck, I'm like sitting there and it's like its torso is here, its legs here, its liver is in this bucket, its head's there with its tongue poking out. And then the peyote is like starting to kick in. Mm. <laughs> and, I'm yeah. just in the, and I'm just like realizing where I am. I'm like, man, I'm on the back of this truck with these majestic mountains. I'm like, you know, like we're driving away from the mountains, but the mountains like, it's like growing, following you. <laughs> yeah. you know? it's, like, it's like a set, like, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. a big cardboard painted <laughs> yeah. thing just kind of falling over you. And then I'm like looking at a reflection of myself and then just kind of like reflecting on life where I am and kind of thinking like, oh, you're all right. Like, I was, like we're talking about like you need to be best friends with yourself in a sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all right, man. I'm sorry for being tough. Just kind of having a conversation with myself. Yeah. And then, but then also like I was looking at this dead cow and I'm just like, oh, man, this is... This is pretty full on. This thing is just all, walking around. <clears throat> exactly. I was like connecting with it. I'm like, no, this is not. I don't know. Because I feel like in life, I was talking to you about before, like, it's like metaphorically, we avoid the dead cow within our own life. Like, whether it's our shadow or traumas or the ugly parts of reality. And we just like try to avert our eyes and repress it as but much as we can. When you eat meat. You yeah. don't think about how the animal was killed. Yeah, no. You don't think about the like it was a living, breathing, shit. sentient mm. being that wants the has the will to live. You yeah, know? and it's I think it's important to witness that at least once. You know. Oh yeah, fucking. Earth. And I was like staring at this thing, and then I just went through that radical acceptance. I'm like, oh, this is part of the polarity of life. And like, I look up, and it's like these majestic, beautiful mountains. It's like these flowers blossoming of life and it was amazing and I was so grateful and I was like oh yeah and this is part of reality too there's a, a yeah. out here you know and I fist bumped it <laughs> I was like thanks bro and I kind of went through that even after it got sacrificed like because at the beginning the cow was like super scared its eyes was just like what the fuck is going on here oh fucking nice you know remember. yeah but then after a while you'd be surprised how quickly it accepted its fate yeah you know yeah absolutely Wow. I kind of went through that even before taking the cactus. So you can't mm-hmm. even say it was the psychedelics, but it was like, no, oh, that's good. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not. I don't want to say the cow's happy to do that for, for <laughs> yeah. us, but I'm glad that if I'm going to go, it's going to be this way, yeah. full of a community that actually respects this, that's going to use the sacrifice, actually use my whole body, yeah, use its spiritual powers to create a better life. Father people, you know. Yeah, instead of just being sliced up out of the thing, like, fucking... And then we rock up back at the camp. This is, like, in the middle of nowhere, man. I'm, like, 15 k's just driving to nowhere, right? It was amazing. And then we rock up, and because it was a ceremony that night. This wasn't the official ceremony because I'm, like, recording a documentary, Mm. which we'll get into later, but I was, like, we rock up and there's just like heaps of people there. I was like, whoa, I, I, I thought this ceremony was going to be like maybe 10, 15 people. Yeah. It was like 80, 80 people for a ceremony. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Like, oh, yeah. It was like, I kind of, I've never been to Burning Man, but that's the kind of sense that I was getting. Yeah, I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Me and Philippa were just like, kind of, we're getting a little bit ungrounded at that point, but then we met up with my friend 
Marco is doing the shamanic mm. apprenticeship and he just had a chat with us and told us that it was interesting with peyote because it's not like ayahuasca or mushrooms or these other psychedelics where the bigger dose that you take, the more intense the trip is, right? Yeah. Whereas he said, and I'm just quoting what he said, whether you want to agree with it or not, I don't know, I need to have more experience myself. But he said that when you take more peyote, it's not like your trip is going to intensify. It's just you're just turning the next page of the chapter. Yeah. So it's not necessarily more intense or less intense. It's just different. You're just moving on to something else. Yeah. And that's why you can just have, like, eat a lot. Have you ever had, to a certain degree, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had, um, I think I've asked you this before, have you had uh, the San Pedro cactus? Yeah, that was my first one in Peru. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there any similarities? So I've, I've had that a couple my of times. My friend who owns an ayahuasca retreat, he said that San Pedro, well, a lot of people say that San Pedro is like the gentle grandfather, right? That's right. But it's very, yeah, it's very cosmic. Yeah. So, like, you do go, it's not as cosmic as, let's say, mushrooms or ayahuasca, but you do go yeah. places, for sure. But <laughs> yeah. he said that peyote is, like, uh, your crazy Mexican uncle. <laughs> but in the best way possible, as in, like, if you, yeah, want, you. Like, if you want to go and just stare at the stars and travel the cosmos, you can go there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you just want to be grounded and work on yourself, you can do that, too. It's like a cool uncle, right, who's, like, you want to have fun and have a beer? All right, let's have fun and have a beer. It's yeah. like, oh, you want to have a serious conversation? Okay, I'll, I'm going to give my love and presence and yeah. let's do this. Let's do some work. So what do you want to do? Yeah. What's doing? We'll, it's, it's we'll all, do what you want to do. It's all, it's all up to you. And this ceremony was like an all-night fire ceremony. Mm. And it was like amazing music. And it was this guy, the shaman at the end, he would like do a crystallization where he'd literally like kind of feel your body where you are and then you've got something here and then he'd just, just suck something out and then spit out a crystal. And I saw this guy do this 80 times, bro. What? Because I was like, oh, is he doing some kind of sleight of hand? But he did it to everyone, man. Really? Oh, I need to see this stuff. Because like, I know it would be like so surreal like seeing it for the first time as well. Like you said, yeah, you're just like staring into the bull's face. And like, God, yeah, 80 people are like burning. It feels like Burning Man and everything. And you're also on peyote and everything. It'd be like, so surreal because everything all happens sort of once where like 10 minutes after it happened it's already a memory and you're just like mm. still processing what's going on like to actually like to, like hearing you tell the story I'm like there like I'm, I'm fucking there like as you're telling it but at the same time like what would it be like to actually like actually right. fucking be there like you're touching actually, this live cow and you're just like oh man I'm so like Man, I, I shed a tear, man. I was I yeah. connected with this. I think I even named the cow. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, shit. You, oh, man, you named it. Yeah, I named it. I did. I, I oh, called him Pedro. <laughs> Pedro. Poor Pedro. Oh. And then I just see him get skinned and just hacked away piece by piece, you know. Hectic. And I dipped my freaking cross in its neck hole. Where, <laughs> yeah. And then I left. Because uh, at the end, when everyone left, you're supposed to leave like a, a picture of your loved one. And that yeah. apparently gives them a lot of power. Uh, yeah, and all right. that kind of stuff. And I had a picture of Yusenia. Oh. And I went and I dipped it. And she doesn't eat cow at all. So yeah. I was like, kind of looking at the irony of this whole thing. I'm like, oh man, she's going to get a <laughs> kick out of this. <laughs> and I dipped her photo and it's like fully covered in blood. I got a picture of it. And, I and it's just placed it there. Wow. 
But it's like all done with, like I'm kind of like making fun of it because like yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It was all done with respect, of course, but it was, it was crazy, man. That was, uh, I think, because I really wanted to go deep and go into life purpose stuff and I had my own, I had my own intentionals focusing on but I think that in, most of that trip was actually just me just just enjoy this moment man like mm. observe this culture yeah like really where you are because I'm going to be going there every year so yeah I'm be doing I'm going to do a five year documentary wow. uh, exploring this my friend's journey into mm. being a full-fledged shaman going under this guy's wing and this guy's like the real deal man yeah he's like that's so cool and wow. the food is amazing. There's blue tortillas, man. I had that. Yeah, the on, blue on the pepperoni was just by itself, and it was um, oh, the best. It sounds like it's the best. Such like a like <laughs> magical, but at the same time, like you said, holy fuck, like like yeah. brutal, sort of like all, all while learning these amazing like these gems of wisdom, and all, all these people that you come across, or the conversation that you have with your friends, or the realizations that. You come up with, you know what I mean? Like it's so special. And I remember, even before on the ceremony, like on the truck. Yeah. And I remember at one stage when I really felt it kicked in is when it's when you get off the truck <laughs> when you like yeah yeah when you land and you're like oh, oh yeah man, I thought is. I was feeling it before but okay and when okay. the truck stops because you move like, and so like in the back of the truck and then you realize yeah, oh wait I'm when you stand up yeah and we're in front of like a supermarket because I I guess they're gonna give the cow for them to chop up or I don't know what yeah, the hell, yeah. or maybe sell some parts or whatever. I'm like, well, this part of reality is that yeah. it's like the cycle of life, you know, and we got to experience this whole thing. So even before getting back to the camp to start the ceremony, I'm like, dude, this is honestly one of the highlights of my life. Yeah. Like, wow. for real. Oh, man. Right. This is all... with us, yeah. Yeah. But actually, those, because we had a chat about it, for those interested, we may be doing an Uluru uh, how do I, I don't want to say the word, magical, green, <laughs> like, like, how would you say it? <laughs> how would you say it without not saying it? Ah, uh, like it's obvious, but you know what I mean? Like a serious, just, we're going to do a fire ceremony, right? Yeah. We're going to do a fire Just, just an in touch of nature, like not fucking around, not like, yeah, um, like a five day retreat where we go out to Uluru, we do the sacred ceremony, fire ceremony, learn about yourself. It's like a test of character. That's what I... Yeah. And because these these uh, patterns come up even before the ceremony, like before you do something, like a psychedelic or a big spiritual adventure, yeah. things start to come up, right? Yeah. And the first night we're there, you know, the desert. It's yeah. It's freezing during the night, like bone chilling. I've never been to the desert. I'd love to go to the desert. And we, ha- we slept in the tent. We didn't have any blankets. Really? So the whole night was a fucking shivering rival, oh. right? And that there was a lot of like going out, finding the cactus. I got stabbed. I was like, oh, I got footage of it where I'm just like vlogging myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. What'd you get stabbed? on? a cactus. A cactus. Oh. And it's right there. And you know, like, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm like this. I'm shaking. That's how hard I'm pulling. Like, oh. And the puncture would have hurt for like a few days. So much. And it, was, it hurt so much that I was too afraid to look at my foot. Really? It was one of those, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to look. <laughs> I'd rather not, though. <laughs> and so there was that. There was, like, walking in the blistering heat. There was the whole cow situation. Yeah. Like, 
there was like so many moments of like it's like testing your character. It's like a man initiation. Yeah, you know? yeah. But in a beautiful way. But that like it's important for yourself to step in at, um, outside of your comfort zone. You know, mm. and I think Uluru will be a very beautiful experience for this. So if you are interested. Uh, it's not official yet, but subscribe to my email list, and I guess I'll send the announcement to you guys first. Mm. If you're interested, it's going to be life-changing. We are going to go through a bit of a screening process. So, yeah, first come, first serve. Yeah, screening process. So you're not just coming to get fucked sort of thing? No, no, no. Well, because what's really interesting about this ceremony is, like, like, yeah, it's a peyote ceremony, but the real teacher in their culture is actually the fire. Mm. Peyote is just... The teacher that's like, yeah, stirs the fire. Yeah. It's the fire. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah, because you don't want to make false idols out of like a, a psychedelic plan. It's like no, no, no. That this is the real teacher. Yeah, it's the fire. So you're sitting there all night, fire. but you can dance and stuff like that. Like, yeah. It's amazing, man. Ah, so we'll have an opportunity to do that in Uluru, bro. Oh, that would be just seeing the in stars, around June, man. I reckon, like some sometime in the winter. You have to bring fucking a lot of a lot of clothes, a lot of ponchos, yeah. And yeah, and then um, a couple of days later, we went to the mountain town. Like it's to the point where you drive through a mountain tunnel. Yeah, right. And it's amazing. This is a place I think they call it like where time doesn't exist or something like that. It's like a, it's like. Have you heard of the town Cusco in Peru? No, I can't say. Okay, well, it's a mountain city but this is like the peyote version i guess like yeah. even their rubbish bins have peyote really <laughs> it's shaped like peyote you know what i mean that's why the cop knew he's like ah oh, okay i know what you're doing yeah. well, exactly no way they'd be ridiculous oh is that what's on the bins yeah because <laughs> the ceremony is actually like a five-day thing so it's not like oh the ceremony is only when you're having this thing it's like no no, no. it's it's really the ceremony is the rest of your life it's when you get up and make your bed. and It's all the little things. That's why it's very grounded. It comes back to you, sort of thing. But we went up this mountain to do our, to finish off the ceremony, I suppose, where you put in... Because it's a lot of offering and honouring the earth and things like that, giving back, mm. you know? And so, like, you have a lot of Mexicans with, like, the massive bag of corn and they'll just throw it into the fire and, like, yeah. ask it for stuff. But we went out to the mountain. I rode on a horse, Red Dead style, following this guy on a <laughs> donkey. And then at the end... Because I actually, the first cactus that I picked was like this mature one. It had like, I think 12, what do you call it, rings or, not rings, but rings. you can tell you can tell how some are like really young and they yeah. have like five diagonal cuts. This one had yeah. like 13. So it was like wow. an oldie. Wow. And I was going to have it. And in that culture, it's actually very disrespectful. So whatever you pick, you have to have, whether it's one or ten. Yeah, or twenty. Right. Wow. It's like the peyote chooses you. Yeah. Right? And then I had that one. I wanted to have it on that first ceremony because I found two, and I chose to eat the littler one because I was like, no, nah, I don't know. I felt I hadn't tripped in like two and a half years. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like because I've been there before nice. where I'm like, nah, fuck it, I'll just go big, you know. Like, yeah. I'm, I like to go like little. I'm very cautious these days. Yeah, same, eh? And, yeah. But this time on the last day, my my friend Marco, he's like, you have to eat it. Mm. <laughs> like, I, ha- I have no choice. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Fair and enough. so I ate it on top of the mountain after riding the horse there. Yeah. I ate it all. This time it was actually, the first time's the hardest. 
Yeah. This time you're just like, all right. In the desert. Yeah. You no, I remember you. Gerald's like telling me about this. Like, that's about peyote, right? Or something like apparently, that. Apparently, that's what it, that song was with no name. Apparently, from what I heard anyway, I don't know if it's official, but it's about uh, might as well. the dude. Yeah. yeah. It sounds it like this dude, he's on peyote <laughs> and he's riding his horse out in the desert and he's just tripping and tripping and tripping. <laughs> To the point where he's like singing about like that was um, me. I understand that song? Though. <laughs> yeah, you hear the lyrics too. It's just like the um, the ocean is a desert with its life on the ground, and the humans will give no love. And that was my first time ever riding a horse by myself. Yeah, on the way back. Because on the way back, they uh, some guy led me, so I just had to hold on. But then on the way back, after I ate this fucking. Yeah, Cause even the shaman was like, "Whoa!" He was impressed. Really, and he was like, "Oh, that's a good one." <laughs> Congratulations. That's what you want to hear from a shaman. And, and it was like I pointed it out. I found it. Yeah, and he came and sliced himself. So how rude would it be for me not to have the first cactus that I found cut by the maestro himself? You know, mm. that's that's good energy. Yeah, hundred percent. I would have trusted it too. And so I went up, yeah. ate it all, rode the horse through the desert, seeing wild stallions in the background, cactus, tumbleweeds, mountains, and just riding into into town. I'm here to capture or kill Bill Williamson. (laughs) It was like kicking in. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. And then at the end, when we arrive into town, we get off a horse, uh, like, before getting off the horse, I asked my friend Philip, I'm like, you feeling it? I was like, yeah, a little bit. Then we got off the horse and he's like, Actually, now that you ask, you have to do one of these where he's like, <laughs> like that breath with it, that a bit of vibration, to it, you know what I mean? That like quivering, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you know. It's yeah. Proper, yeah. Oh, like the. And this is Day of the Dead, so people dressed in the yeah. skeleton paintings. And wow. Super colorful. It's like Coco the movie. Just. Watch oh, Coco for God's sake! Yeah, yeah I'd love to. Yeah, it was. But it looked like Coco the movie. Wow! And then we go in. It's just fucking people everywhere, and we're but some something that my friend said with parody. If you do it in the daytime, the daytime energy. It's like he said to us, anything that you can do sober, you can do better on parody. Really? <laughs> That's what he said. That's cool. And so I remembered those words. Go shopping, and also the turning the page. So that will be like uh It's like you eat a bit of the cactus you go through your trip and then sometimes you might even feel like okay this is getting intense or i don't know i'm not feeling very well i'm getting a headache and then you your initial reaction is like okay i've got to stop eating but it's like and then my friend's like turn the page bro <laughs> okay and then you go to the next one. <laughs> it's fucking crazy man yeah. and because one of our guys the facilitator, he's wearing like a Rick and Morty shirt, so we call him Rick for the rest of the day. Big grey beard, super hot, like this bear, lovable bear kind of personality. Yeah. And at the end, because I had my big cactus, I was like, hey, I've got my other cactus. What should I do? And he's like, what did I tell you? <laughs> like, I, I don't know, he told me a lot of things. Yeah, but what do you remember? When you go, you go. <laughs> when you go, you go. Yeah. If you're going to do something, fucking do it. Where? Otherwise, don't even bother at all. Yeah. Where? <laughs> that's his answer. Oh. And then we go into town and this witch lady with this amazing, like, crystal jewellery shop, she comes in. She's like, hey, come. <laughs> but she's like, she, she, that, right? Yeah, she's actually super sweet. She's yeah. Like, oh. She's like, hola, mi vida. Like, hello, my life. Come here. <laughs> 
without compromise, come, yeah. come and have a look. And that's where I bought this peyote bracelet and I have this amazing teal blue poncho. Yeah. It feels like a dream. I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. And then we ate some corn, went around town, and then we fight because we actually by ourselves were supposed to go with the group, but our horses came late. We had this whole deal. I won't even get into it. Yeah. But we, we were like the last ones up the mountain. And then through the town, then we met up with everyone. It's like the universe was like bringing everyone from the ceremony. We started seeing everyone. And then one of the guys is like, oh, we're like, oh, I'm pretty hungry. What do you want to eat? And he's like, oh, there's actually a restaurant out there. It's called La Abundancia. Yeah. The, the restaurant that the Oh, the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> recommended yeah. it. I mean, people like, were looking at it like, oh! <laughs> go straight Let's in. go immediately. It was like this super fancy restaurant. He's where just there. Hey. And I have a picture and that's where they're like vlogging. We're like, oh, so we're at Abundancia. Thanks for the recommendation, <laughs> boys. And we're just like, because you know when you go inside. Yeah. Like, when you go from outside oh. to inside and inside to outside. Yeah. It's like intense. So, yeah, that was a, yeah, a lot of stories there, but it was fucking amazing. Man, that sounds like, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, like, like, life-changing. The, the, like, riding the horses and the, like, the Day Ooh. of the Dead, like, all, all of it, like, like doing it on that day. Because, like, they would do that ceremony on other days, wouldn't they? Yeah, but this one was very, particularly special. Okay, okay. Like, astrologically, the planets aligning on the, mm. spiritually, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, wow. So and they do that every year. And this was only like for you like, like three weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Not even. Yeah. Something like that. Pretty. And you, you'd still be processing it, eh? Like it would I, still be sort of, not not processing, but like. Yeah, I got it because it wasn't, it was very grounding. So I didn't, like everything that I needed to learn, it was like, no. You like like I pretty it. much got it. Yeah. Not, not like in a prideful way. Like of course there's more to process in life, but that's the process that was happening like beforehand mm. anyway. So it's not like I'm thinking there like, oh, man, I've got to put this jigsaw piece together. Like, no, it all came crystal clear yeah. the whole time. You know? That's what I liked about it. It wasn't like ayahuasca where it's like, what the fuck? What did I experience, bro? Yeah. Oh, shit. Then you just come back to Australia, you go to like fucking Woolworths or something like that and you just look yeah. around and like, fuck, this is so Dude, weird. That's why I didn't walk around the city and went shopping. It was amazing. Yeah. It was all like this in this spiritual way, you know? Yeah, a new perspective. Connecting, connecting with everyone, you know? Yeah. Having amazing food, being this... There's a very high altitude mm. place, so yeah, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, true, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, I'll have to go go there. As soon as they, so, yeah, yeah, stop mandating that you need the, I uh, uh, can't, you can't yeah, say no, that. definitely yeah. cannot say that word. That, can, that, that can, can I do a jester? Yeah. Where they get rid of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mandates, and I can go over there and go have a look, because, yeah, so far I'm not, I can't go anywhere because of that. You can go to England and stuff. Yeah. You can go like to Uluru. Uluru, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be a nice yeah. taste. Well, I actually, yeah, I'd love to. So that'll be kind of like a mixture because he's bringing like the, I guess, the Mexican ceremonial medicine. Yeah. And that type of ceremony. Mm. But on Australian lands, sacred lands, you know. Yeah, that would be. And still be in the desert. That would be fucking something and just, special. And because the ceremony is, it's an all night fire ceremony, man. So you don't stop until mm. the sun comes up. Man, the fire, like, I remember the last time I was, I can't remember um, what I was having. I think it might have been San Pedro one of the times, but I just remember, or it might have been mushrooms or something. But, yeah, like you said, and it's the oldest thing in the book that, like, you hear the most um, known thing of staring into the fire. It's like, 
that you see them in the movies or so like staring at the fire, they read your future and yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Like it's not like you're seeing the future or seeing pictures in the fire, like I don't know, there's something about fire that's just so there is something it's, there. Fire is magic. Like it is you're looking at it going It's such a human thing. What is fire like really think what the what is fire? Yeah. What's fire? Like, if you took the name of and the, the first, spelling like, of it, fire, well, it like took the it first away. technology, right? Yeah, in a, lot of, in a lot of ways. Like you're looking at it's flickering. The flickering is always a picture that like changes constantly. You'll never be the same same yeah. picture ever again. It's you'll never replicate. It. It's just happening like in a like a strobe light, and I just get so like like it will burn you. It can burn you. It can it can create. It can um, destroy and every like like there's so much power in fire. It's like life, man. It's like yeah, all all the elements, fucking water, fire, and dirt and air and all that sort of yeah. stuff. It's just like that alone is enough to just like holy crap! Like I'm so glad I'm in this human flesh body suit yeah, to be able man. to sort of feel wind, touch water, yeah. stand on dirt, and ow, get burnt by the fire or get warm yeah. by the fire or whatever you want to call it. It's just like yeah, it is a good lesson, huh? Because it keeps you warm, it can save your life. But if you get too close, yeah, you don't know how to wield it, you get burnt. There's you know? so yeah, there's so many like metaphors in it that you can like it will just go on forever if you if you if you let it. It's a kind of like in the middle path of love in a sense where it's like it's not just all oh no, you're perfect the way you are. No, you can touch me. No, it's fine. <laughs> you know, but it's not all just chaos and trying to burn everyone. It's like no, it depends on how you wield yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Man, yeah. And it puts you in that meditative state so easily. Like, if you just get a group of men, mm-hmm. or just people in general, but I feel like guys especially kind of really connect with it's that. It's like that man journey. Like, um, I don't know if I'm being, like, sexist or anything, but I feel like it is, like, nah, men like, definitely connect with that fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially, you know. Man, you know, fire. <laughs> exactly. Fire. Like, good. Fire. Good. It's good meat. Sick, but the cow was absolutely <laughs> delicious, and it was amazing that I got to eat a cow that I personally witnessed well, go through that whole journey. You know, especially like um the um and the blue tortilla, of course. Yeah, that would have been something else. From Chile, like how you're saying how like um oh, I don't know, like like a quick example would be like you eat, I don't know, fucking steak or whatever, just from the shops. Or whatever, and you know that that cow wasn't. People probably didn't even see it get killed. Machines killed it, like yep. like it just got killed by like on a conveyor belt, and there was no like intention or love for it. It was literally just like yeah yeah he's another one he's number twenty six yep. blah, blah blah chop it up and sell it to Carl's. And, um, and they don't they don't use all the parts of it. No, I mean, all they chuck people, it out. You know, sometimes people use just buy the exact same part of the cow. Like oh, I just want to. Yeah, I just want the ribeye steak or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. you know. And it's like, they use they use the skin. They, not just physically, mm. but like spiritually speaking, they honor it. Yeah, you know? and that's a that's, that's massive, bro. Right. The the book that I was reading on the plane to Melbourne today, um, I finally started reading it because um, Danny's been trying to get me to read it for years, and I finally had an excuse to read it because I don't have um, fucking. Uh, ox cord on my phone to listen to music. Yeah, yeah. Like, Maybe I'll bring a book. <laughs> but check out this thing. People have been raving out this reading thing I've heard so much about. Yeah, you know, I started reading the Celestine prophecy, 
and um, in it they talk about um, I won't go into this whole story about it in it, but like there's a part in it where um, the main character is meet, met up with these people in Peru and they're doing uh, experiments where there's people meditating to like um, vegetable plants growing and they're meditating and they're putting their intent into it and um, helping it, like mentally trying to tell it to grow um, stronger and like giving it attention to like put the nutrients like like uh, to get it stronger and stuff and they actually did these tests um, I don't know if this is real or not. It's like based off like bits of truth and bits of fiction mm. and non-fiction and shit to make a story or whatever. But anyway, if it's a story, whatever. But it's just reminding me of it. And they did the test that plants that would just grow normally and sort of disregarded um, were just normal, normal plants. But the same plants like spinach or whatever that was um, meditated next to, like like people were putting their intent and focus. Um, the plant actually had more nutrients than mm. it's then and grew bigger and everything. And it was like gave the person that edit more nutrients than like it would normally like by like a lot. And their experiment was, um, uh, our human, uh, intention, like, or, well, I can't even find the words for it, but when we like, you know, the double split experiment, mm-hmm. how like, if anyone knows double split experiments, like when we're looking at it, like humans, we're sort of affecting the flow of what happens around us. Like, um, I don't know, it's almost like we have a weird way of interacting with the world around us by just like our mental, yeah, attention to things. So when you get meat from like a fucking shit factory or whatever, you taste it, there's, it's it's dead. It's yeah. dead meat. It's not going to give you anything but maybe you might, you know, live for t- till the next day or you yeah. might like gain a little bit of like something or whatever. It's just, it's just matter that you're eating and you might get a bit of nutrition out of it. But compared to that, to like what you did, you intently said like, we're going to honour you um, to the ball and, like, like saying, like, you know, you, you put your intent into what it's going to be. It's like a ceremony, all for the 80 people, all for there for the ball mm. and all that sort of stuff. And you said you eat it and it was just, like, amazing. amazing. Like, it felt, it felt like, like medicine. Yeah. For real. So it's like, uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, and, and I think as well, like, if you're going to eat meat, you're going to, like, connect yourself to the reality of what's going on. Yeah. At the very least. It's like on Avatar, yeah, it's like, what do they say when they kill someone? I'm away, I must be yeah, God, or yes. whatever they say. Like, I fall into a pray, prayer to it. But I love that. You know, yeah. It's just like crying. Yeah. Right? It's not like, yeah, just like some psychopath just slitting throats yeah. everywhere. Chuck and... it in the factory. Because you, no. ta- you can taste it. You know when you, um, you eat a fucking, just a random bit of steak or something like that. You can, you feel shit after yeah. it like or you might feel good or you might not notice yeah, at all I'm but. sure for sure like there's some basic nutrients but maybe there's some unmeasurable stuff that we don't know about yeah that, that's what I'm like because I can't find the words to it because it's not there is no we think we know everything now that nah. maybe in a hundred thousand years from now we're gonna 
discover something else that we can actually measure. Like, oh, actually, there's so much, so many more factors yeah, to this. Yeah, and they'll be looking back on back in the past times yeah. they almost and, got and, it. And every era is like, no, now we understand. Now yeah. we've got it. It's like, oh, yeah, Those people back then, though, they were barbarians. They didn't no. know nothing. There's a, bloody, um, there's a bloody app on my phone that tells you if I press this, look for the... So there it is there. There's the energy there. It's on there. See if you can see it. It'll be on your fucking phone. <laughs> it will. It'll be in the <laughs> like a fourth, like I can see through the fourth dimension on my phone. Like, oh, yeah, see, so, so there's a ghost over there. Move on, you prick. <laughs> but like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But like, um, it seems like if you were to eat, yeah, store bought meat to that meat, there'll be a massive difference. And maybe someone who's just ate store bought meat forever in their life, going, oh, I, don't, I don't reckon I'll taste a difference. It's just a fucking meat's meat. But if <laughs> yeah, they yeah. tried it. And tasted the difference and felt how they actually felt like on a, um, like a, uh, mood level, I guess. I don't want to say energetic level, but like a, yeah. Well, because some people don't open the doors to those kind of energetic. Yeah, you realities. can easily like these, close these them. So, it's like the Aboriginals, man. A lot of the, yeah. I don't even want to put like Indigenous people like above, like, oh, they're so special. Yeah. But at the same time, certain people who live a certain way for so long. They're so much more tapped into yeah. nature, the cosmos, being <laughs> a human being. You know, they're not as distracted. It's not fucking hard to like step back and see some like like an indigenous tribe, full knowing how to work the land and reading, tell when it's going to yeah. rain and good like, Oh yeah, the, the like, kookaburra just told dude, me this, that. Yeah, this guy actually, he, uh, my friend told me a story that the shaman he said he just like like felt something, like some sort of a, I guess, tapping into some energetics and he's like, there's an earthquake coming. Oh. And then three hours later, it happened. Where? Like, things like that. You know what I mean? That's just, cool. just fucking tapping into this shit like, oh. just told you how secretly just checking his earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right, it's going to be one Just like the crystal, he probably has a bag of crystals <laughs> put them like on the side of his cheeks. <laughs> Does a whole show about it. <laughs> like, like, but you know, you know, but like, you can tell the difference between there's that, there's that world and then thousands of millions of years or whatever you want to call it of, of that sort of history where it's it's there, it's been a thing, it's known about. Then you've got some fucking fat kind of mackers just like <laughs> sitting there like eating you and telling you what you should do, telling you yeah. what your medical choices There's should no be. There's no spiritual reality. Like, oh, no, just watch the bloody it was on the news. If it was real, it would be on the news. <laughs> real be on Channel 7 or something like that. Take your bloody this and that and bloody this. The news told me to, so you should bloody do it. It's just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't need to explain that part, but like, um, yeah. you can tell the, the um, what's the word? I'm still bad at English. Polarities? The polarities? polarities are, did I do good there? Yeah, yeah. What's that mean? The differences? <laughs> yeah, like the, the contrast, the extreme. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's like you can tell when someone's fucking closed off or when someone's um, open to shit. Like I can definitely open and close when I can, like, I can close myself onto it but always be sort of aware and there'll be times where I'll be, like, out in nature or something like that and I'll really have a deep moment where I'm, like, super connected at least I feel in my own experience that I've been more connected than I ever have felt. But I know that it's not to the extreme I could go of connectedness, but I can, like, recognise it in myself. 
and I can oh, recognise it sure. when it's not. Like I'll be walking in like um a city, walking around, have fucking pinching my girlfriend's durry and smoking around, having a having a coffee as well, walking around in shoes and jeans and so <laughs> I'm in that reality at the moment and I'm not thinking about um, stuff I usually would when I'm like out right. in nature. God and nature. And yeah. And I'm like, right yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah. focused on like, when's the bloody train coming? Like, well, fucking it's this late. We're going to yeah. be here. We're going to be there. It's just like, you're not thinking about it. And then that's all part of it, right? Yeah, it's, it's all a part of it. And then you're like, yeah, you have moments where you can step back, but like people are stuck in just that. Yeah. Um, and I don't need it. I'm not a fucking... Um, astrophysicist, astrophysicist to fucking explain that part, but um, or a paleontologist biologist or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just rattling. But it's not even unreasonable, reasonable to believe that some people who just live in nature are just more tapped into it. It's like any skill can be developed. Yeah. Like no matter if you're talking about being a skateboarder or a poker player or video gamer, you start to develop almost extraordinary senses, and you say, yeah. it goes beyond just logic and reason. And yeah. You can just feel something yeah you know and you can just go into that flow state and be a master at something 100 percent. and people that just don't want to believe it it's like that's their choice fucking oath. if you don't see it if you don't believe it if you don't want to be a part of it then that's yeah that's what you're doing that's amazing you're blocking it out that's yeah. incredible wow you I mean, are it's funny so blocked they, they have the opportunity <laughs> they can experience that reality yeah this is a free will it's they're just closing will. the door and just welling it shut they're like nah yeah in hectic. <laughs> I always used to think, like, back when I was, like, real um, real uh, heads in the clouds about it when I was first coming into the, the um, learning about the esoteric. Yeah, yeah. Is esoteric. That, did I do good there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's getting late. More <laughs> yeah. um, wrap-ups. We'll supposed to only go for an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Actually, I wonder how long we've been going. Day tomorrow. Oh, that's all. Oost. <laughs> we just can't help ourselves, but I, I love it because <laughs> it gets it gets better. Like the more you we go into this podcast, like it goes more more in depth, and it it's starts, like, it's got, it's like little, starts getting more interesting. You know, yeah, it's had a little, little bit of a spill. Yeah, two hours. Oh, that's all right. But um, <sighs> yeah, I'll just quickly wrap up. What else? Yeah, I used to think, fuck, when um, oh, how how do I, how do I put this about? Trying not to offend anyone. It cares. Just offend if you have to. Just right. say it. So you got your fucking dumb cunts and your fucking <laughs> yeah. people that are onto it. <laughs> no. um, like I used to. You got dumb cunts and sick cunts like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's like at least I did have a like a little bit of that where I thought, um, fuck, I lost what I was going to say. Like, uh, um. Fuck, we smoke too much weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where you think you have it kind of figured out, or no? I was going to say something like, um, uh, no, no, that's what I was going to say. I, I had at the beginning, I had trouble like thinking, um, why doesn't anyone question stuff? Why doesn't anyone want to look deeper into what we actually fucking are as humans? And why do we not like? you can have these amazing um, experiences that will make you go, oh, shit, that it felt real to me and that's what all, like, 
civilizations thousands of years ago used to actually talk about and I actually had an experience of my own that made me go, whoa, when previously, like yesterday, I didn't feel that. Today I do. Like, um, and it can all be changed by a personal experience. And I was like thinking, like, there's so many people that can have that sort of connection for themselves, like whether it be nature or a religious experience or a psychic experience, supernatural, whatever you want to call it, seeing a UFO or fucking something you didn't believe was real prior and then all of a sudden you're open to it. And some people would like um, be able to tap into that so easily and I thought I was one of them people that I was just lucky that I was able to experience all these like magical things in Mm. life when before it was so just like sort of black and white then all of a sudden just went colourful and then I started going, oh, shit, there's two sides of the coin to life. Like, holy fuck, like. I thought this was all bullshit and now it's like sort of in my face and I'm like, I can't deny what I've seen and I try like, do you see that to someone? Like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about and I realise that not everyone can see it and it all depends on how open you are to it because I didn't see it until I actually let myself be like open to it and go, all right, show me sort of thing and then, mm. then I actually started experiencing things and then I like... Delving into the unknown. Yeah. And then I used to kind of look at people that um, doubted it or were just so blocked off and I just saw them as like thick, like just like fucking, just open your fucking eyes. You're like, (laughs) you're so dumb. Like that's how I used to think. (laughs) And uh, like back then and it was like a really bad way to think and I was just like, Oh, like yeah, we always, it's like that spiritual ego. It's spiritual yeah, ego yeah. where you just feel like you're superior. Yeah. We're like, oh, these fucking dumb cunts don't know what they're fucking missing out on sort of thing. Not in that sort of um, malicious sort of way of saying it, but like there's there was definitely a hint of me yeah, that yeah, I yeah, recognised yeah. that felt that. But then I started to look at it in a more funny way where I said, metaphorically, I don't want anyone to get confused here. I don't, like this is a metaphor or, or a... Um, uh, uh, hypothetical sort of thing. Long symbolic, yeah, yeah. Um, that imagine if, if you will, <laughs> every human being, every single person alive walking on earth today is a god or is like an incredible, powerful god, every single one of us. And we've come to earth and we've erased our memories it's like playing a game. It's like you're, you're God of all knowing and all the universe flows through you. You are the universe. You're everything. Before you came and being a human, you got, I'm going to play this game and I'm going to see how hard it is to remember who I am, to go into a human body, forget everything, absolute amnesia, and see how, how long it takes me to find my true self again and connect with that God self or your higher self, whatever you want to call it and um some people like it's easier for some people and the ones that are so like come off just just arrogant and ignorant and stuff they're playing the game on heart mode <laughs> that's how i was like, like and then i started looking at these real ignorant people that are just so closed off and i'm started admiring them like my whole perception changed and i'm going whoa they're, they're playing the game on hard mode so hard that they're probably never going to fucking wake up and, like, figure the, figure their shit out for themselves. Maybe in a few other lifetimes or something like that. 
it's going to take forever for them until they figure it out. And then like, oh, Jono has been alive for 13 years and he's figured it out <laughs> over just tripping on his skateboard and he just like realised the secrets of the universe by bumping his head when Joe Blow down the road is like nearly 70 and he's still sitting on his armchair going, ah, oh, it's fucking bullshit, all of the fucking thing. <laughs> like some people are just playing the game on easy mode or medium mode or yeah, fucking hard mode. And I started looking at, as a hypothetical thing of course <laughs> like I just thought it, it 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 changed my um my perception of not like uh how it was with the whole spiritual ego going oh these people they don't get it they're they're fucking slow to it or whatever like that like that's not how I really said it but in my like head but it was more it definitely had that sort of um taste to it um yeah so it's a way of thinking about it because it kind of gives you more empathy on people who do have it harder. Yeah. Maybe they have more trauma in life. or 100%. Like, it's hard to break down those walls because your whole reality Fuck shit. no. Because there's one thing, your whole reality turning upside down when you're young, but imagine yeah. when you're like 70. You're yeah. Like, I've lived this whole life this way. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't seen shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of this um, real funny thing Billy Connolly said. You know Billy Connolly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. He said this... Um, Funny thing, because he goes on about, like, angels and um, more like the religious side of things, and he says, like, bah, rubbish, angels, I don't believe in angels, absolutely rubbish. And he's, like, talking about this story about how someone's trying to convince him angels are real, and he's like, go ask any, like, an old woman, picture an old woman just walking up the hill, like, with shopping bags just biting into her and her fingers, Walking up a fucking hill miles down the street to go home just to cook a man's dinner and be yelled at. Ask her if she believes in angels. She'll tell you the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so true. It's all a perspective. And it's all, um, yeah, it's all fucking perspective. And it's all like no one should really give a fuck at the end of the day. We're all just on a floating ball. Or a disc, if you want to believe that. A disc. Yeah. Um, a dome. Or a dome or a flat Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking... No one knows. We don't, we don't even know if outside that door is just infinite white space and we are just creating this room. We don't know that. We don't know if... we. I could go deeper and deeper where this could... We could be all in a coma. And, like, it could, then what's a coma? Like, I can just... <laughs> Keeps going, keeps getting deeper and deeper. Like, rabbit hole. I can't stop with my like. Okay. I'll stop. Okay. We've, we've, we've gone past that time. We'll continue this after the wedding. All right, all right, all right. All right. We'll see how deep. All right, right bro. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate you. Oh, Thanks yeah. for Thanks. ironing my suit. Thanks for having me. I'll try. I ironed like like two bits. Yeah, it's all right. Just the crinkle bits, but um, yeah, we'll see how we right. go tomorrow. Spiritual union. Joining into one flesh. Yeah, that's right, everybody. That's going to be... I'm like, rough my eyes. Oh, God, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm going to cry at the wedding, man. I'm, I'm going to shed a tear, I'd imagine. Oh, <laughs> oh beautiful. Nah, it's going to be great. Awesome, man. All right, so guys, so we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> like, subscribe. Go to uh, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Don't take anything I said. Literally, no, never. take one hundred percent. Actually, yeah, said, take literally. it, take it home, believe it, write a book about it, and never question, live by it, never question. A single syllable that he said. <laughs>
Nah, seriously. I'm full of shit. I really don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> None of us do, bro. Nah, seriously. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank uh, you.